You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host Pierce, alongside of my good pals Dylan and uh, Jimmy, and we got a we got a special guest. Was that Apollo or uh, that Violet? Is Violet. That is Violet. Violet. She just jumped out of my hand. Wow. Uh, what did she think about the Blackhawks prospect camp? She thought it was fantastic. She was actually there in person. Um, she took notes. Um, she actually talked to me. She's uh, what are you, 13 years old, Violet? She's been the the uh, prospect name for about five years now. She's uh hoping to make it up to ESPN this year. Yeah, she had a great time. Hmm. Well, you should read off her notes and see what she um, thinks. That would be uh, kind of rude. She hasn't said yes. I actually asked her a few times, but she just kind of looked at me. So I just kind of take that as a no, you know. All right, we'll, we'll go to Dylan then. Well, you, I did not watch it at all. So I'm just like, I'm trying to buy time. And I know you oh. guys did. So I'll let you guys uh go go ahead so what i only caught a good bit of the first game i didn't catch the end of the first game i caught about the first two periods of it and i mean let's be honest it kind of just looked like how the blackhawks looked the last couple years where they're just kind of skating around circles in their own end they're getting chances on odd man rushes the guys who you would expect to get zone time are getting zone time so like Honestly, the two lines that really stuck out to me were Evan Barrett's line and Lucas Reichel's line when I watched because those are the two guys who were basically carrying their own line. Um, Lucas Reichel looked amazing, by the way. Um, he was just so poised with the puck. And I think uh, Jimmy brought – I think Jimmy tweeted something about it a couple nights ago. Like, his speed is super underrated, I think, in just yeah, terms of yeah. moving the puck up the ice and his vision. And I don't know – like, they were trying to get him chemistry with Colton Dock, which – Sure, but um, Colton Doc is clearly playing with the wrong duck. Yeah, Colton Doc's yeah. going to be a project to say the least. He's his skating is something to be, less to be desired or leaves more to be desired, I guess. I don't know, but it, it, it they were basically just every time Lucas Reichel was on the left circle, he was setting up Doc on the right circle, and all those passes were take the tape. And I just 
I see a world where Lucas Reichel is going to get a legitimate look at camp after watching him, honestly. And they were giving him one, one C duties. They were playing him at center, which I think is interesting. So even if he doesn't make the um, team out of camp, I would assume he's the one C in Rockford this year. Um, a couple other names that stuck out. Uh, I know, uh, what is his name? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I think is his name, the big, tall defenseman. I think he's right-handed. Oh, Louis. Yeah, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was very serviceable in the game, I thought, personally. Um, very tall in the game. Yeah, his, I, I liked his game a lot. Uh, Nolan Allen looked pretty steady. I mean, for a Nolan Allen type of game, you really don't want – like, we talk about O'Connor Murphy all the time. Like, the best kind of game for a defenseman like him is you really don't see game. him. Yeah, exactly. And he had a very quiet game, I thought. Um, I don't know, like, which defenseman were on the ice for which goals for the Wild, but – it seems like net front presence really was. They got schooled just... by Boldy and Rossi. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, big time. And, um, yeah. but they, but this team had a very good, like, they were very good on the rush offensively. I will say that much. But um, I only caught, like I said, two periods. And that's kind of what I got out of it a little bit. Um, and also, I didn't really have a list of the roster. So I was kind of trying to, like, figure out the players on the flies I was going. So if I probably had a roster in front of me, I can name a couple. That's more, more information than I could ever dig. Cause I didn't watch it oh, all. Geez. Cause I'm, cause I'm a fake fan guys. I should just leave the podcast right now. Yeah. yeah bandwagon 2007 pan Pierce. Wow. Not believe it. Come on. I'm, I'm sorry that the Edmonton Oilers broke my heart in 2006 against Carolina. Were you fan back then? Yeah, I was cheering for the Oilers. That was the first year I watched Ew. hockey. That was the first Ew. year I played hockey. Come on, man. They had they had Chris Pronger. He's a he's a like little guy. No Prisani, man. Bro, they had they had they had Rolly the goalie in net, man. Come on. Dwayne I, I'll still say this: If uh, Dwayne Rolison does not get injured in 2006, Edmonton no. wins the cup that year. And I'm not a, and I'm not probably not a Blackhawks fan. So, thank you. I think it was uh, Andrew Ladd actually who uh, in, or, uh, pushed Mark Andre Bergeron into Dwayne Rolison. So, thank you, Andrew Ladd. <laughs> I believe that's how it went. So that's terrible. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I was yeah. I guess I like Andrew Ladd a little more today. That's good. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. That's fucking horrible. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, the rookie tournament. Um, mind if I uh, pop in a few words about it? No, no, just can't go okay, ahead. Okay. We want to hear. We want to hear. We want to hear violets. She's laying on the floor. Her, she's as big as a house. Um, so she's gonna do that. Well, she's like she's Louis Louis Crevier. Yeah, she's huge, dude. She should be on the ice, dude. What What is she doing out here? Um, but okay, there's one player I really want to like single out uh in this entire turn pinpoint pinpoint put a pin on um is uh i feel so bad i forget i think it's jd jd buzzdecker because that guy has a motor i don't know if anybody saw him i think he they played in rockford game. last year didn't he had he? the he first goal of the year. first game didn't he yeah just yeah. disgusting shot disgusting shot and he's an, he's another one of those um undrafted free agents you know how old is he now and then do something he's about 22 he's 22 Hmm. he is i mean that guy i only got again i only got to see some of the first game so i really i know even less than shimini does um although and i know less than you yeah (laughs) (laughs) you can't be worse than i but low bar low bar i know um (laughs) but uh no i thought he really i loved his uh his energy and i had seen some of that just watching uh some ISOGs highlights last year, but he never really stood out. Um, and obviously this is a much lower level level than the AHL, but um, you're also playing with guys at that level. And 
you see him, he just gets the puck and he just goes straight up the ice, straight down the middle, no hesitation. And he rips the shot straight through the defender's legs, top shelf, like it, beautiful goal. He showcased basically everything he does well. It's the speed, it's the energy, it's that quick shot he has. He, he does have some decent vision there. Um, and I thought he, he looked good. He, like he, he definitely, um, I'd say he, and this is uh, uh, very much a, uh, a bit of a, uh, it's a bit of a participation trophy to, to say this or to really give this praise, I guess. But um, he really did seem to be, uh, I'd say, trying the hardest out there. Like he, he looked like, like Lu- he and Lucas Reichel were the two guys who, and a bit of Evan Barrett too, where it just looked like they had something to prove out there. Lucas Reichel, like, and that's, I'd say, um, it, it's the talk of the entire tournament. Everyone's talking about it. You know, Pierce, you know, you didn't watch much of it, but you, even you saw what Lucas Reichel was doing. Um, and he's obviously the biggest talk of this entire thing, but I still, I still think we need to appreciate the fact that he looks that good. Like a lot, he could easily come in here and just, just dog it for two, for two, four, however many games they have. He doesn't have to try. He's, he's, he just won a fucking championship over in the SA or uh, the DEL, I believe. The Dell, the Dell pickle. The Dell. Yeah. The, 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 the uh, Wisconsin Dells. He actually plays in Wisconsin. Um, Hello, Wisconsin. Hello, Wisconsin. And uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I really appreciate the fact that he clearly he clearly wants to make this team. Like this isn't you know this isn't just a walk in the park for him. He's not settled with the AHL. He clearly wants to do something. And um, I don't know the best uh, best comparison I could give with him. I, I was texting uh, our uh, good pal Spencer, and uh, my cat is scratching my chair. Okay. Um, <laughs> she she but, does uh, want to go over her notes, man. She's, she's like trying excited. to get your attention. She's mad because I um I moved the seat that she sits on. I moved it to the side so I could put mine here, and now she wants to sit. She wants to sit on the seat. Like she wants my seat. She wants me <laughs> to get off my seat and give it to her. I'm not kidding. Um. <laughs> anyway, you can't disrupt um, a cat's like uh like it's uh it's rhythm. You know, like if you throw it no, off, they're can't. not gonna like that. No, I literally I'm gonna go. I will finish this and I'll put up her chair and she will be there for the rest of the night. But um, no, I really I he he looked like Kaprizov to everyone last year he's just spinning around those quick turns the i think the biggest thing that stood out to me with him was his vision like there was um a play i forget what it was in the second period i believe but he he goes straight up the ice and right away he cuts back he stops cuts back and then finds the open man going right all right i've I've heard it all right go better than caprisoff okay gotcha yes yes but um no he he's He's disgusting. He's absolutely disgusting. I think, honestly, I don't, I can't see him not making the Hawks at this point. Like, just with that, the way he's playing, if he keeps this drive up through training camp, I just don't see there's any way he doesn't force himself into a spot on this But game. then your pal, Philip Kershaw, is probably going to go down to the AHL, I bet. He totally is. I think, either, I think either, either way, I think, I think it's best for him to go down. And he's really the only one who can go from waivers anyway. So he really couldn't hurt to have another year in the AHL. Like he's never no. had a full year. I do been... kind of feel he was sort of rushed. Like he had a great he first was. half, like the whole team did, but then he just Well when he first <laughs> played, there was no way you could see him play against Florida and then not or it was Tampa and then Florida. There's no way you could sit the guy. He played well for long no. enough and then, you know, what you're not gonna send to the AHL. You need bodies up there, you know, and you're playing the rookies anyways. Yeah, I think he needs another, like a full year in the. That same thing with like Bodan and Mitchell. Like they had uh, flashes of brilliance, but it's better for their development to send the AHL. And I think, I think Rockford is going to have a way better team this year. Just oh, with, yeah. 
Oh, the amount of players Galvis. that are be down there. Galvis. Shout out to our friend Wally. Mm-hmm. Um, Jakob Galvis looked fantastic. Looked fantastic from everything I, everything I saw. I can say, and there was there were other things that I, Wally was posting um, on his account. You know, showing little plays he was making. He was just so good, and like you talked about having a quiet game. He is fantastic at just he gets the puck. He's so good at finding the open man. He's so good in transition. Like he he reminds me of what I feel we're gonna see a lot more of in the future in third pairings. It's not gonna be these big stalwart guys. You may have one very defensive guy, but you have a guy who just who can just transition the puck, play steady in his own end, but moves the puck up the ice. I think we saw a little bit of that in Nick Holden in Vegas. Am I wrong? In just, Ottawa now. Like, in Ottawa, yes, Nick Holden in Ottawa. That's gonna be a fun ride. Because they got Evgeny Dodonov, which definitely helped uh, solve their center position. Mm-hmm. But, hey, they signed yeah, Nolan Patrick to a two-year winger. deal. <laughs> another winger. Yeah, it's great. And they have Brett Howden um, as well. So, you know, you know what? They're fine. I'll be right back. I need to go I, tend to my cat I, eating a chair. <laughs> all right. I will definitely say one thing about Rockford. They will have better goaltending for sure. Yeah. Because one or both of Subban and Delia is going to be there. I mean – I really am starting to get curious as to what the Blackhawks are going to do over the next couple of weeks because they are carrying four goalies. And I don't think either of Subban or Delia is going to be too happy about having to go play in Rockford next year, but they're going to because, like, I don't think they're going to be. That or you're traded, probably. Seriously. Or, or claimed that. off of waivers. You're not going to be in and Chicago. I, yeah. Like, Sorry. I would hope. I would hope they would try to kick tires on moving Subban. I think that's a guy who could still get a return. But, like, if Dealey, if you lose Dealey on waivers, you, good for him at that point, honestly. He can go get a chance somewhere else. Exactly. And honestly, you got to think there's going to be teams that can want a guy like Subban or Delia because, like, there's at least three or four teams that are rocking a tandem that just makes absolutely Calgary no sense. traded a third round pick for Dan Are you not telling me that Malcolm Subban could get like a, at least like a the fifth fourth? or a fourth like, or on. something? Yeah, like a nine, what, nine, oh, five, nine, oh, nine. On, he like had that. above 900 on this god awful yeah, team. Exactly. So it's not the worst. Put him in a better defensive system and maybe he'll be all right. You know, he showed, he showed glimpses of brilliance. Uh, Malcolm Subban. So, yeah, Jimmy's back. Yeah. So we're kind of talking about the goaltender situation because I think mm-hmm. regardless weird. of what we think about the defense and the forwards, like 100%, it's Fleury and Lincoln, and, and it sh- there should be no debate about it. Uh, unless, oh, no. You're puck- unless you're pucking hostile, and then Colin Delia needs to be the starting goalie over Fleury. Did you see how he played in those last two games? No, I you're right, man. We, we up four goals and we lost. You, got, yeah, you know what? You, five goals and we lost? I did, bro. He was so fucking good. Oh, my God. He should win the best in the next year. You got, Give him 60 <laughs> games. Let's see what happens. I'm sorry. Any Colin Delia troop that's still out there, go touch grass. Oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> over that crap. Yeah. That is three years I've had to hear that crap. Put it to rest. We're done. Put him on ra- waivers. I need him out. I'm sorry. Like, I've hit my limit with the Colin Delia. It needs to be a starter crap. Jesus. He's not even, like, he's not even, like, we talk about moments of brilliance. He never, he, he was, you know, pretty great for his first few games, I believe, in uh, the 2018. Yeah, we, we, well, we need to base things off sample size, guys. Let's, let's, let's like, let's literally look at the first five Small games sample size, I should say. Yes, yeah, so a small sample size. It's exactly what you should do. What it, Pierce, but if you look at only the good games he's played, then he's really good, okay? So, <laughs> I love Pierce, I love that thought process, Jimmy. He played Jimmy. 25 games last year. 
But five yeah. of those games, he was insane. Okay, so, bro, that's the Mitch Trubisky take, mindset. I love that mindset. If you take fans the, love that mindset, apparently. Yeah. If you take the twenty out, the twenty games, he was bad. He's fine. <laughs> God, if if we get his twelve games and sixty percent of the time, we get that all the time. Sixty percent of the time, all the time. It's so bad, man. <laughs> but no, uh, it should. <laughs> Kind of going back to like Rockford and the goaltending situation, I feel like one of them, like I think Dila or Subban, depending on whoever they decide, I feel like one of them is going to go to Rockford. Then you have um, Delia, who's going to be a great starting goalie. Um, and who, hell, who even knows? Maybe there's an injury, he gets called up. Maybe he gets his chance then. I don't know. But um, Arvid Soderblom is going to be the backup, but he could potentially uh, push and be the starting goalie. So I do like the goaltending from that aspect. And then just Ooh, going. Soderblom looked very solid um, in game one. Oh, yeah. The tournament. I That's he good. Very solid. Yeah. You know, a, a, a little bit of those, um, I, I used to call them like rookie jolts. You know, he looked a little shaky at times, but for most of it, you know, he, he looked very, uh, very poised. For the most part, he didn't look like he was really shaken whatsoever. I thought that was nice to see. Um, love the colored pads, by the way. Very great. Going straight into a rookie tournament, just completely decked out in colored pads. Balling out. Respect the confidence there. So uh gotta give him his uh, gotta give him his reps there for that one for sure. Um and then going on to the defense in Rockford, like <laughs> uh I think Bowden and Mitchell yeah. are gonna be the first pairing. I feel like on the main no, team. No question, dude. No. I and that's good for the, that's good for them. They need the time. You got you got guys on the team, you got Seth Jones, you got Jake McCabe now, Calvin DeHaan. Hopefully, going to be injured. I, re- I, re- I really hope he's healthy this year because I think he can bounce back. They're not. They're not. Um, and the best thing is they haven't thrown away Bodan and Mitchell. Maybe this podcast. That's good. Yeah. They trade him, but yeah, they, it's not just that they're they're not. You know, they're not just giving up on them. They're giving another extra year to see. Okay, maybe did we rush you guys? Maybe you need a little more time. Whatever. Just give them another shot, and that isn't just shoving them into the NHL. You know, there's like we talk against about Tampa Bay and Florida every other night in yeah, Carolina. Exactly. And this year is a full schedule, which, yeah, it's not the same kind of – Get them acclimated to Rockford there. and then slowly yeah. bring them up if injuries like, happen, which just, they will. Let them just have a pro year. Let them just have a normal pro yeah. year, you know, and actually hopefully actually deploy them the right way and not uh, whatever Derek King decided he was doing and not 2018-19, but I digress. Uh, Alec Regula is going to get top four time down there. Isaac Phillips, I think, really impressed me just from what I've heard and – like he's only I think he only turned I think he just turned 20 or something like he's still yeah, very he's young. young and they like they got they don't have I don't other than Bowden and Mitchell like I don't think they have any top pairing guys but those are some guys that could potentially play in a pinch be a bottom pairing guy and for now that's kind of what they need really because you got pretty much your top four set in place with Dahan Jones and McCabe and Murphy at least for the most part and hell me maybe even Kalina could kind of shore up his defensive Dude, game and he turns into that Isaac role. Phillips turns 20 in uh, eight days. Oh. Kid's young. Kid's very young. That's awesome. Younger than I am, so that's young. <laughs> played, he, and he played from all everything I've uh, I've read. He played pretty well down there, too. Good for him. Yeah, as a, as a 19-year-old defenseman. And, and, the, and the forwards, like, we brought They're this up. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. And Twistle and Harmon are going to be down there. Barrett's going to be down there. Alt- Altibar Mackin, I saw a couple of plays that I liked from him. I think he's got some oh. skill. He'll have, time, he'll have time in the bottom six in Rockford to work. And then if he proves it, he can go up into the top six for sure. 
but definitely going to have a guy like Kerr, Shever, Reichel on that top line in Rockford. That's going to help immensely. I mean, how many times have we talked about Rockford over the years and they just have no scoring? (laughs) Yeah, no depth, like no nothing. And then when they get depth, the Hawks snatch them immediately because they need depth. So it's like... Last time they had something was Colleton's first season. Yeah, when they went to the conference final against Texas. Yeah, yes. and like the last time they had like a legitimate offensive talent down there was Henestroza, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was point per he game was, before he got called up, I'm pretty sure, in like 17-18. And if a guy like Reichel's down there for a bit or if Kershev has to go back down there, you know they're both going to be around point per game because they're going to want to prove that they can crack that main roster. Mm-hmm. That's why I just need training camp to come around because there's going to be so many different battles around. There's so many stories. There's so many stories. Like, no matter what you think about this team, no matter what you think is going to happen with this team, this team is one of the more fascinating teams in the NHL. It's 100%. Just so. with all the moves they made this offseason, I think they have great depth in their organization. Like, even if they do get, like, a ton of injuries, I feel like they could call someone up from Rockford and it, like, wouldn't hinder them so much, you know? Oh, not really. Like, um, like, again, going to goaltending – it's set for and Lincoln. And I don't care again. Like, like Schmitty said, get your Delia apologist shit out of here. Um, defense is pretty much set. I would say um, it's, it's really like who's going to play on the bottom pairing, but I think it's going to be DeHaan Jones, uh, McCabe Murphy, and then probably Stillman and Kalanuck. And then like Caleb Jones is the extra guy. Yeah. I was going to say, if anything, there's more of a battle for that six, seven spot, if anything, because if anything, there's five spots secured. Oh, six spots secured, probably, because I think Stillman's a lock. Like, they gave him that extension. Yeah, they gave him He's that contract. Get, I think they want to play him. He's and they want that physical playing. presence from him. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like you said, Caleb Jones is the extra. But if a guy like Bodan pushes him out of that role, maybe Caleb Jones is the guy who gets thrown on waivers or he has to go start in Rockford. Or, or they just yeah. carry eight defensemen. But I don't think they'll carry eight defensemen because they have way too many forwards. Yeah. So, it, 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 it would make no sense to – it, there's going to be a name that gets sent down to Rockford that we're or not like, expecting. why would they do that? I would that? love yeah. it to be Brett Conley, but like, I don't know. I just, I see a world where like, I, I think we talked about it before. Maybe there's a world where Alex Nylander starts in Rockford. If there's a way they can pull that without having to push him through waivers, yeah, which I'm I don't not think sure they can, unless it's like That's a conditioning think, stint, but I don't yeah. think we could do that. So That's why I think Kershaw goes down, unfortunately. Because he's still, yeah. Still or they just, right? Well, yeah, or they just say fuck it and throw someone through waivers. Like, I wouldn't be surprised they try to throw Carpenter through waivers as much mm-hmm. as that sucks for him because he basically kind of lost his job to injury. But if they think they can – like, they're going to have to eventually find a way to push these guys through waivers. And, like, obviously they're going to throw Conley on waivers. I don't see a world where they don't put Conley on they waivers. Will, they have to. They'll literally have to. Unless Conley is, like, out of this world good in training camp to where he has to be on the opening night roster. But I could literally name 15 forwards I'd rather have on the roster over him. And that's saying something. Like, no disrespect to Brett Conley. You've just been passed by better players who are younger and have better potential. Sorry. (laughs) But you make three and a half million dollars. And you want a cup. He's a cup winner. He's a winner. We can't disrespect him. And he's the best number 20 in Blackhawks history. Can't forget that. So, um, I was kind of thinking about some line combinations. I'm wondering what you guys think about this. Uh, so first line, uh, well, I, I think the first line is going to be Debrin Kit, Doc, and Kane, but Saad Taves Hosa for sure. Saad Taves Hosa, yeah. 2015 again, we got Oduya and Jalmerson on the second pair, and let's go. Yeah. Um, but second line, Kubalik, 
uh, Taves and Godet. What do you think about that one? Because I That's think gross. I like that. I feel like like Jeremy Colton. I feel like he's like he wants uh centers to play on the wing like there's so many players forwards that can play center like we've seen Reichel do it now uh Johnson can play center Borgstrom Strom like you, you just go on and on so someone's gonna have to get moved to the wing and I just wonder with I I feel I think Kubelik and Taves have to play that they got that chemistry and throwing like a right-handed shot a good playmaker and the fact he added on 20 pounds can kind of go into the corners and get pucks to the front of the net you know help yeah, uh jonathan taves net, yeah exactly play a play a full 60 uh got a yeah yeah but yeah well jonathan taves coming back i'm wondering like they could kind of help ease his load at least like like with face-offs and they kind of like got it going there and take face off so that's what i was thinking i don't know what do you guys think about that but I well, we know from when Scott Powers came on the last show that the Blackhawks are extremely high on Adam Goddard, and he was saying that to the point where that would even maybe knock Strom out of the picture because they see them both as the same kind of player. And I think Goddard brings a lot more to the table than Dylan Strom for does. a lot less money. Yes, they bring and different things to the table. Go I could one hundred percent see that working um, at some point this season. Me, my personal opinion: if they're gonna put Taves and Kubelik together, it's either Kane's the guy or it's Hagel as the other um, yeah. guy in that line. And I really think Hagel's honestly earned that um, first crack at that second wing spot on Taves's line because he was just incredible in the second half of the season. But Adam Gaudet makes perfect sense there because especially with like. I think people forget this guy had like 35 points in 60 something games in Vancouver two years yep. ago. Like, yeah, he was, he's and he was great in the short stint that he had last year. Like, he was over half yeah. a point per game. He made some, yeah. he made some eye opening plays to say the least when yeah, he was a that, Hawk. That assist he had in the Hawks. Yeah. When he was in the Hawks. Fucking mm-hmm. sick. Yeah. When right Pat Foley guys. called him Riley Stillman like eight times. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I, I didn't see that, but that's great. I mean, hey, it's yeah. no, it's no Craig Bennington, but. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. That's that's a really good one. I yeah, I like that idea of a line though because and honestly, it could be interesting because then you, like you know how Taves is sometimes. Taves might just be setting people up on that line at that point. He'll just go. You know how Taves is. He'll just go to the corner. So drive a defenseman to the corner, and then one of them's just got to go to the net. One of them goes trails behind him. He'll have two options every time. And like you said, it's a right-handed shot, which is something that I think needs to be utilized more on this team. Because now we have we have right-handed shots. That used to be a problem for the longest time. Tyler Johnson, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Nylander and Brett Conley and, yep. and Ryan Carpenter, they're all right-handed. Kirby Doc's still right-handed. Like. Yeah, that's right. No, that's not a problem anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I know f- in like there's like two ways I could see the lines going in my eyes. Um like, oh, I, did you have a bottom six? Did you want to go through two or? Uh, yeah, it was just kind of yeah, me spitballing. Through. Like, I don't have any. I was. I think Tyler oh. Johnson's going to be the third line center just because. Uh, I, well, Bowman even said it. Like, we got three great centers. I think he said Doc Taves and Johnson. So I do think they're going to start Johnson out. Center. He has great faceoff numbers, and I do think he's going to get a more elevated role than what he did in Tampa Bay. But if someone like Borgstrom has a really good pre like preseason or training camp or whatever, and he gets up to that third line center role, like you could potentially have a center core of Doc Taves, Borgstrom, and uh, and Johnson. And I really like that. I I think that'd be good. Yeah, I agree. Um. 
I think if Borgstrom's able to step in and play center, that just gives them so much flexibility because they'll have at least six guys that can play you center can at that point. Johnson on the wing. Exactly. That's what I was yeah. about to say. Yeah. Like, like, like they just, there's, they have so many options with this team. It's so and they're really, here's the thing. It's finally not so many options and they're all just guys. Like these are bad options. Players. Yeah. They're, they're, Tyler Johnson's a solid NHL player. He's not great, but he's still a very, he's a guy you can play player. in your middle six. Yeah. Yeah. From Borgstrom is. I feel like the biggest question mark in that bottom six. And he he really – I mean, he really could be something if he works out. It's just – that question we've been saying it since I got him. It just – is it going to work out? And we have no idea yet. But yeah. he's such a big X factor. Like, he he can really be a player. He really is a player. That's the kind of skill he has. Um, obviously, we're just waiting to see if he actually translates it. That's, that's with almost the whole team, I feel like, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he has – I, I really think he has more potential than any of these young rookies right now. Reichel, obviously, that's a different story. You know, he's on his own level. But I think Borgstrom, I think he has if as much, if not more, potential than any of the other rookies. I really do. Like, he's he's so skilled. He was so good in college. And it just never worked out the next level for him so far. So, I, I don't know. I've, I've been high on that trade since I since uh, the day it was made. I, I don't know. I'm still feeling pretty good pretty good about it. I would love, like, if, I don't know, but I would love to see, obviously you want to see Hagel play higher in the lineup, but I would love to see some kind of lineup like Hagel, Johnson, and Carpenter where they're just such a pain in the ass to play against and That's responsible defensively. Like, Dude, Hagel is so great. You can literally play him on any line you want to. Yeah. Maybe not, like, you, you know, you can play him with Kane. Literally mm-hmm. just go to the net and just wait for Kane to shoot it. Yeah. And you're fine. Knowing him, he'll just, like, he'll go off his ass or something. That's all you need to do. Eagle's definitely going to be the guy to get the first crack to play with Taves and Kane. Like, there's not a doubt in my mind. Like, there's whenever – because, like, I there's a – in my eyes, there's just, like, two ways Taves starts out. Like Pierce said, he's either going to be glued to Kubalik and someone or he's going to be glued to Kane. Or it could be glued to both Kubalik and Kane, honestly. It would not surprise me one bit if they went Kubalik, Taves, Kane, top line. And then second line would be to bring it Doc, and you could literally throw anyone on that line because it's shown it many times they can still produce. Like – they're gonna have. They're gonna do the nuclear option again. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna. Well, they'll have game. multiple different ways of a nuclear option too, because Debrinket Dot Kane's that option too. And like, I know Taves, Debrinket, and Kane when they're on the ice together don't actually produce that much, but they're gonna do. That's it. still another nuclear option as well. It really like it just all depends. It, dude, coaches aren't looking at the same kind of stuff we're looking at. Like, if if Carlton wants to go Taves, Debrinket, Kane, he's gonna go Taves, Debrinket, Kane. A hundred percent. I even think that might be the the line they start with. Honestly, I thought they're going to go to Brinkett Doc Kane. Like I thought that I think that's a thing they're going to go forward with. But I could also be completely wrong. I would like to if see. It wouldn't surprise me. Brinkett Kane. It's their way of going for a perfection line or whatever the hell. What don't you mean the identity line? The sorry, yes, my bad. The identity line. The identity. <laughs> I, line, yeah. Yeah, I'd also love see like there's a world where you could split up to Brinkett Taves and Kane on all three lines. And you just have like especially if you play a lineup that can't handle that kind of depth, and you can have a top six that or top nine that's I don't know you like you can go like we'll go Pierce's line, we'll go Kubalik, Taves, God or Goddad is the top yeah. line. Second line you go Johnson, Doc, Kane, something like that. Third line you go Debrinket, Strom. Um, you could put Strom and together. So, yeah, yeah, no, you, see, you know what I mean? And then it wouldn't – then you could actually slot Strom as a third-line center, maybe throw a guy like Borkstrom on that line too, just a guy with insane skill. Um, 
Strowman's been traded so many times as a Blackhawk that I forget that he's a Blackhawk. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's traded him so many times. Twitter has traded that man so many times. Dude, that is actually a great idea. Also, one thing that we can't sleep on is, like, Jeremy Colleton is going to have a type of lineup that he's going to want to play to where he's going to have a line that can be kind of brooding and, like, forceful in a way. Because, like, they didn't pick up a guy like Jujar Kara for nothing. You know what I mean? I don't see him being in the lineup every night, but that's a guy who's going to get playing time for a very specific Kara and Carpenter, like, if we play some, like, I feel like that's meant for the Blues, you know? Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, and, and that's fine, honestly, because then you don't have to rush a guy like Hartman, and he can just basically do that role in the AHL a whole year. He knows what he's got signed for on that extension. Literally, um, just like, who else do they have that play? Like, you have Carpenter, Kara. Who's the other guy in that fourth line? Hagel? No, that, like, could be a, that could be fun. Honestly, like, that would be a lot of fun. I know not everyone loves this take, but I personally love Alex Nylander on the fourth line. Because Alex Nylander then is the facilitator of that line. He's not the guy who's waiting for, like, Kane or Taves to get him the puck or whatever. He's the guy who's carrying the puck into the zone. He's got two guys who will just go to the front of the net and clear space for him so he can go get the puck to them. I mean, like, that's when I thought Alex Nylander looked at his best a couple years ago was when he was on that fourth line with, I think, Camp and um, – I, it was basically a revolving door. The other, like Kajula, sometimes like there was I'm a bunch sure of guys. He objectively produced the most on that line too. Like he, he, well, yeah, unless he scored the most on that line. No, and it, and it helps with assignments too. Like, mm-hmm. and from what it sounds like, from what like Scott Powers and Ben Pope both said on the show, it sounds like they really want to have that type of Tampa Bay Lightning or Carolina Hurricanes top twelve or tw- like twelve forwards, where you could literally have scoring on each line. And I think the Hawks might be at a point where they can do that finally. Because they have just a plethora of young talent right now. It's or guys that are like twenty-two to like twenty-six and have something to prove. You know what I mean? Seriously, yeah. Like Goddad and Borgstrom, I think those are two like that's those are such good pickups because those guys were your young rookies dropped by their team. Like this is this is straight up bad out of hell kind of type type of chance for them to just go. Like this is so. This is such a great opportunity for both of them. Like they, dude, they could even put Borgstrom if they get bored. Say Doc struggling with faceoffs, you can go Borgstrom Doc Kane. But I definitely think Doc. We got a guest time this year too. Oh, look at you, Stevie. She was like right. She was right up against some like. Dude, she's saying nothing, but I hear every word. No, mm-hmm. yeah, the facial expression says it all. It really, yeah, you know, it's really underrated. What she's gonna like knock it over. <laughs> what hey, so does that remind you of? No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, my I mean, maybe my cat knocks over my microphone, but she won't knock out my internet. <laughs> the best thing is he he didn't even knock out the internet. He knocked out the internet before my computer. Because oh, okay, she, yeah, yeah. He pulled down the computer, and the computer just clocked the floor. <laughs> That's like uh, a that's like uh, images taken before disaster. <laughs> oh my! You we need to get yeah, you need to go back and screen cap. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it. But um, yeah, I just <laughs> there's so much they can do. Taves Goddet is one of the most underrated uh, ideas I've heard so far. Honestly, uh, when uh, when it comes to people just brainstorming this lineup, like that that would be great because Goddet he, you know, he's he watches college highlights, he watches NHL highlights. He watches hey, well, he was with uh, Dylan Secura. For our Northeastern University, Dude, I believe. He was the guy who won. I would watch Dylan Secura highlights. I would go, oh, I wish the Hawks got that guy. <laughs> He's also really good. Um, but as much of a 
like he the guy's got sick hands he's got a great shot but he's not afraid to throw the body around well he's like six two or something he's a big guy and he's he put on 20 pounds of muscle 20 pounds to it so yeah like you talked about you know hey go go get the puck you know Taves and kubali do their thing god dad i have a good feeling he's gonna be doing a lot of that this season i think that that guy is gonna be going to a corner quite a lot so the more and more we talk about the Lions, I feel the more and more that someone like Dylan Strom is on the way out because oh, they yeah, just dude every time he just doesn't fit in. No, he doesn't. Like, Which sucks because he, I was so excited when he came to Chicago and he was like almost point per game in the first year and even a second year everyone was like shitting all over him because he was injured but he was still he was on pace for like he was still on pace for like fifty points. plus points yeah. exactly and and that's yeah what I, want from a second line center I mean on a decent team mm-hmm. and. Yeah, he had an off year last year, but again, I've been saying this like so many times. Like, I feel like we have to be a little more lenient just because of all the circumstances last year. But I don't know; it just seems like he does not have a place on this team anymore. And I feel like you could trade and get something good back for him at least right now because he's yeah, still I... he's still twenty four years old. He has one year left at three million. A team could look at that and say, okay, maybe we can fix him. But uh, <laughs> and work for them, yeah. yeah. But it may work for us. <laughs> yeah, and he's a, and I think the biggest part is he's a, he's a third overall pick. I really do think GMs like look at that and be like, yeah, we, he do. can still be some good, definitely. And he's a six three center, so we know they do. My... Six three. Yeah, he's six three. Yeah, he's a, he's a fairly big boy. My personal opinion on Strom is I honestly think this is the best chance he's going to have to bounce back because I don't care what anyone says. Dylan Strom succeeds when he doesn't have to be the number one or number two guy. If he's the number three guy, he is going – and he gets the number three assignment on defense specifically. Like he doesn't have the top six defensive assignment like the other team's top six on him. He produces every time five on five. And on the power play, he produces too. That's why I honestly see a world – where the like power plays are being run next year to where it's, I think like the first unit's going to be stacked, but the second unit I think is going to be Doc and Strom just quarterbacking against a bunch of shots. You know what I mean? Cause just there's, there's gotta be a way where you can make Dylan Strom not a primary scorer, but a secondary scorer. And he's let's a be honest, playmaker. he's a fantastic playmaker. And we can all agree on this. He has literally had a revolving fucking door for wingers. Over the last two years, he is like, I think the last time he had consistent wingers was 2019, 2020, when he played with DeBrinket and Kane for, or when he played with DeBrinket and Doc for a good bit. But I bet if you look at those game logs this year and that 56 game season, he doesn't go more than five games playing with the same, or same line mates. And that on, and we have seen that time and time again. Having chemistry with your line mates matters more than anything sometimes in sports. And, I mean, look at Taves when he had revolving doors on his wings. 50-point seasons every time. Give him consistent line mates for a whole year, 60, 70-point, 80-point seasons. It, I just think there's a way where you find good line mates in the third line for Dylan Strom, and you find a way to make it work because he's not going to be a top-six center. You have Taves and Doc for that. And I know no one agrees with this, but I feel like there were times last year where he found a way to play on the wing. So, he actually looked good on the wing. Yeah, he looked all right on the wing. Yeah, yeah, he had some real good games on the wing too. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't, I don't you take I don't away know. all the games where he was bad on the wing, and you looked at only the ones he was good in the wing. He actually <laughs> really fucking good in the wing, dude. Yeah, and on the on the bright side, like having a guy like Strom eases the pressure on a guy like Borkstrom. Borkstrom doesn't have to be 
out of this sure, world yeah. good right out of camp. If he maybe needs a little bit of seasoning in Rockford for a couple of weeks, that that can happen. Strong can play, like you said, Pierce, maybe boost his trade value a little, get out, start off with a couple goals, and then, you know, bada bing, bada boom. You either have another third line. You have either have a perfect middle six guy, like I think Strom always could have been, or you have a great trade asset that you can use to, one, create cap space, and two, maybe you pick up another defenseman or you pick up a – pick up some draft picks for the love of God because you don't have yeah. any. I don't Those know. Would be nice. Definitely have options with Strong, say the least. I think if they're I think an underrated possibility is that they don't do well and he goes to the deadline. Because he would be being an RFA, I feel like that raises the value. No, so would Kubalik, so would Hagel. Like. Oh, Kubalik needs to go if we suck. I'm sorry. No, if no, he, that's if an instant first not because he's back. bad, but the no, first, if we're terrible, we need that's a, how you get we a first need a first pick. exactly. We need a first no, round pick. That's exactly how you get a first round pick. And from what Scott Power said, he's not that confident they might even go sign him next year. Because, like he said, what if he gets like thirty-five goals in an eighty-two? Because he's never played a full eighty-two either. We got to think about that. He had thirty yeah. goals in what seventy games. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, he had a hot second half that year, but he still would have. What was he on pace for? Like twenty-seven goals this year, I think. Something yeah, like that. yeah, and that was with a slow start too. Like. He can, he can score start, goals, yeah. Terrible five-on-five play because he didn't have a center to play with. He's playing with Stonehands camp for half the year as a center. Come on now. Hey, like, he's on anything, Toronto now. I feel bad for Kubelik last year because he kind of got – he and Strom got the worst yeah. end of it because those two couldn't find chemistry together, and then they just basically – one of them wasn't going to play with DeBrinket or Kane that year. It was like you got to figure it out with something else. But now that Taves is back, it just opens up so many more options for this team, in my opinion. But like you guys said, if they stink, those should be the first two names out the door for picks. Like, it's not even a question. Calvin DeHaan should be a name out the door immediately for picks. I wouldn't even be against moving a bunch of these guys like Got Dead or whatnot if you really don't see a world where you can re-sign them. Those are, those are guys you get a lot of return for. Um, Hell, even one of the goalies. For like Fleury both the goalies, bro. Yeah. Both the goalies. That's when you get rid of Marc-Andre Fleury again and you have to be comfortable with it, but I don't think that's going to happen. I really no. don't think it's going to happen, especially with him Fleury's saying gonna this is going to be his last year. season. Um, yeah, 100%. But I don't see a world where they're going to be so bad to where they're going to have to sell. You know what I mean? No. They're going to be – if they're going to be bad, they're going to be like 10th overall pick bad. I don't think it's – because they've gotten to a point where unless like Patrick King gets hurt, they will be fine, I think. I say that <laughs> yeah. with the biggest asterisk I can possibly have. Like, because now that I say that, it's going to be like every single injury under the sun is broken collarbone. Bears, man. That walks in the field, snaps his ankle. Every day I wake Why up. Why would you even speak that into existence? <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Also, um, if, the, if uh, Dylan Strum does get traded, though, um, New York Rangers. All they, the Rangers would just have to trade um, or get Matthew Strom now, and they can form a whole line there. They can do what the Carolina Hurricanes did and play the really shitty brother for one game to set <laughs> together. Why don't send them to where the other brother got sent first, then the Edmonton? Ooh. There's already been rumors that they looked at Dylan that would be, at one point. Hey, like, I'm oh, pretty really? sure. Jimmy, remember when uh, we did yeah, when like Keith the – no, Jimmy, do you remember when we were doing, like, the trade uh, deadline, like, our mock trades? I mean, remember when I said Dylan Strom to Edmonton for, like, Caleb Jones? <laughs> <laughs> you we can go back and listen Dylan. to yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I talked to a couple of Oilers fans this week, by the way. Oh, um, yeah? Asked them uh, what to expect from Caleb Jones. And not not meatheads, don't worry. Like, actual meatheads. brain-having Oilers <laughs> fans who understand. Brainworms. Don't live by them. Um, No, he's uh, a couple. Of, I'm not going to give names just because I feel like that'd be just weird. But um, I just said uh, to, like, honestly, that, that he could really surprise. That it sounds like last year, um a lot of uh like he was getting scratched a bit and it sounds like that and a bit of like the uh the media narratives were kind of getting to his head so the media yeah once again <laughs> i'm sure the jones family jones family hates the media for a lot of reasons but that's neither we'll either. not go any further yeah anyways um any 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 anyways um pierce yeah jack michael still hasn't been traded that's right, man. And training camp is starting right away. Mm. You know what this reminds me of? Matt Duchesne from 2017. Oh, I was going to say Nylander, but no, no, of course not. No. That's just the last time we had some sort of media, ba- you know, some backup with something happening like this. Because. This is, no, this is Matt Duchesne. This yeah. is 100% Matt Duchesne. Except, uh, as you would say, uh, Jack Eichel, at least from what we know, is not a locker room cancer. He's actually good, too. Well, okay, sorry. Matt Duchesne is very good. He's very good. Um, but I don't I don't think Jack Eichel's a locker room cancer. I've had my doubts, and I still think there's definitely – he's definitely got an ad. I think he's got a little bit of an ego and ad. But he's, who, he's who fucking cares, man? Dude, who does, sorry, honestly? Dude, go, look, sorry, does Ovechkin have an ego issue? Maybe. Who cares? Bro, I, if I was that good at hockey, I kind of would have too. But you know, no, I'm not. I'm a good Canadian kid. <laughs> Uh yeah, no, exactly. it's my it's my team, it's my trainers, it's my coaches, it's my family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't bust my ass all season. Yeah, I'm not like literally just a special human being who was born with a better body than others. That's... I'm literally not gen- genetically different from these other. Yeah, human that's beings, what I was but... about to say. I'm like, I literally haven't been gifted the gu- by the gods of genetics and been able to. I am not literally an hour. Sorry, guys. Like, I am not literally <laughs> built different than you. You know. Yeah. No, you're, you're up there. All right, guys. Maybe next time. Maybe next time you'll get good genetics. <laughs> Try again. What were we talking about again? <laughs> Something. Jack Eichel. Oh, that's Jack what we were talking about. Pierce, do you think he actually gets traded before training camp's over? No, I don't. I think Please just it, like I, I would love to see it happen. It would create so much drama. Wouldn't but... it be? Yeah. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be so good? Wouldn't yeah. be so good. But no, I look at Matt. I think this is Matt Duchesne. I think Jack Eichel goes in. You see him taking the team picture. He looks fucking miserable. And then and then he gets traded in like November. That he, he just grew his hair even longer. Like he's just trying to insult the team at this point. Just look as ugly as possible. Can you, is he, he is. Because he, he literally just went on the media tour for Buffalo. Oh, so he, clearly he's still cooperating. Which is good on him, honestly. There's no oh, reason to taint oh, his image at this point. Like, clearly, the, like he has legitimate reasons for wanting out of that organization. It's not like he's being a diva. He literally, that organization literally will not let him get surgery. That's fucked at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's like, the I'm thing. Sorry. People saying he has an ego. No, like, look at the things he's, he's got to go through. Feel yeah. better. Like, jeez. Dog, dog. Like, like, you try having the it? back issue that Jack Ackle has. You go to bed every night. Like, I can't imagine mm-hmm. that feels good. And then you have the organization that's paying your team you $10 gets million by the Pagulas. Yeah, and then you have owners oh, that are paying God. you $10 million a year telling you, oh, tough it out, champ. You can play through it. It's like... <laughs> tough it out, champ. 
I'm sorry. Yeah. Jack Eichel has every right to be upset, and there's this isn't an ego thing whatsoever. Jack Eichel <laughs> should have an ego, honestly. Like, that's the thing. He should have an ego. Like, he's that good. Yeah, I mean, he does. Good. I mean, he's a cocky-ass motherfucker when he's good, and that's a good thing. Like, he, he knows he's good. good. It's like him and Matthews have that swagger to him. It's a swagger. It's not an ego. Patrick it's a swagger. Kane. Patrick Kane does, too. Yeah. He's got a <laughs> Kane's Hollywood. Like, literally everyone says that when they talk about Kane. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, Kane... Kane, I think, is more um, – I, I think he's a little more silent, to be honest. I think Kane doesn't really need to say as much. Eichel, Eichel and Matthews, they'll get in your face a little bit more. They're also not uh, uh, twigs like Patrick Kane. <laughs> no offense to Patrick Kane. That's what works for him. That He wouldn't be good if he wasn't doing exactly what he's doing. But, yeah. yeah. I, I just want to see Jack Eichel trade so bad. I want to – once the – Last time we've seen a tra- a player like this been traded, like Linder Carlson. Like, yeah, I was gonna say Carlson, but like at the at this like this his stage of the stage of his career that Jack like Eichel is like what's the last time Isn't I can't remember. Get stage? Sorry, didn't Lindros get traded around? No, yeah, please. that's but way before my time. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure time. he. There's nothing in our time that's like this. No, that's uh, the the like, like I can Joe Thornton maybe. Like that, what? Again, that's kind of Tavares to an extent, but this isn't like the same circumstances. No, and he's playing through his contract. That's it's different. But I don't know. Look, he, the reason Lindros comes to my mind is that he did not want to be there. And Eichel does not want to be. There. And that's a that's a, that's another thing. Everyone thought Eric Lindros just had this big ego. Ego. No, I'm not going to play a comeback. Apparently, from what I've heard, I don't know like 100 percent on this, but like the, the the according to my sources, I'm hearing rumblings. But uh, apparently, the owner of the Quebec Nordiques was an awful human being. From what I've heard, I don't know any further, but that's what I've heard, and that's totally understandable. Why would you want to play for a terrible owner? Yeah, I'm. I agree, and it's just like there's two, there's like completely different circumstances for why this guy wants to get traded and why he's not playing. But Deshaun Watson comes to mind just in terms of like star level and other sports, and he's sitting out right now because he wants to get traded. And the organization's gotten to the point where they're like, well, we're not going to play you because we don't want to taint our trade asset because we know we're about to get a boatload of picks back, and if you get hurt again, we're screwed. And part of me thinks there's going to be a time where Buffalo just benches this guy and says, we're not going to risk hurting you if we're going to trade you. But it sounds like Buffalo doesn't even want to trade him. So it's, I don't know, man, it's going to be like another Dubois situation in my eyes. Yeah. He's I was going to bring that up. Crap. Yeah, He's going to have to do some shit like that to get traded. Yeah. He's going to have to do something where it's like, what the hell are you doing? Okay. Get off my team. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, he's done everything else he can do. And the problem is he has no, saying this right now because of the way his contract was structured because he can't, he can't have like no move or no trade. This is all in Buffalo's control right now. All the balls are in their or all the, you know, so all the balls are in their court. It's just like, I don't know. I, I part of me just thinks he's not even going to get traded this year, honestly. No, I don't either. And the main reason I don't think he's going to get traded is because who has the cap space? No one. Yeah. That's a, that's another thing you have to factor in. Buffalo's going to have to eat so much effing salary bro like there's no way they're gonna do that again the same way they did with uh ryan o'reilly and watch a team burn them in the face within a year like buffalo is going to wait this out and kevin adams has proven he's going to do that with many of the players he's traded already and i will say one thing kevin adams has done a very good job i think with the hands he's been dealt i think he's done a really good job job. (laughs) as good as he can do in buffalo like 
everyone gives me shit for the Taylor Hall thing, but then no one wants to look at the specifics for Taylor Hall. Literally, yeah, he had a no move. I have a no move. I'm going to Boston. Like it, you can't do anything at that point, and that's why they have all the cards for Jack Eichel. It's like that that, that Hall trade was never going to be. No, you were never going to win that trade. I don't think, dude. It's going to take like another Arizona like situation, and I'd mean Arizona like when Arizona traded for Taylor Hall. For him to get traded, I think. It's going to take a team that we're not expecting get really good, think they have it to, like, make that push right now. Like, Montreal is the one that comes to mind always. But, like, just, like, a team that thinks they're one guy away and they're just going to sell the farm for him. And, like, part of me thinks that's going to be L.A. if L.A. is in the playoff line. And you know they're what? They're finally they can do just going to say, fuck good. it, and they're going to give him Turcotte, and they're going to give him Kaliev, and they're going to give him, like – Two first or something. I'm shit. sorry, they would still win that trade because it's Jack. They would. It's Jack Michael Brown. They have Michael Kovatar in my field. It'd be so gross. Like, and they will. Oh and God. they're and they're instant favorites in that division. Instant like behind fucking favorites for the next behind yeah. Vegas. Yeah, it's them. It's literally Vegas. Them and if uh, the Oilers can somehow save McDavid. If McDavid gets 150 points, 100. percent Which like, he, he I, probably will, honestly. But that's what I mean, though. Or like <laughs> yeah. Minnesota finally just no caves doubt. and says we're gonna we're willing to trade Rossi or Goldie or something after to get this what deal they, done. What we saw, I don't know if they're gonna to be honest. Well, no, I know, but it's just yeah. like. They think they're that freaking close. And what if Kaprizov's still playing hardball and he's like, I won't That's sign a long term deal situation. unless you're in the center. Kaprizov to Buffalo. Mm. <laughs> yes. Way, he would go instantly back to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I still, like I said, like, who has won the salary to move that would be movable? Like every team has salary that could be movable, but like movable salary that they'd be okay with moving without hurting the team. Because at that point, when you're, it's ten and a half million dollars, and almost two thirds of the league is up against the cap right now. I want to say, I think or it's at more least, than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though? Like, how are you going to move and allocate that much salary to pick up this player? Obviously, LTIR is going to come into account at some point with one of these oh, trades. You yeah. have to think like this trade could potentially be like. I think you were right on the nose with the Duchesne trade because this is going to be a three-team trade if it goes down, just because of the amount of salary going. It's the amount of salary, bro. Like it's too much salary. I could see a world where Buffalo is even going to have to retain on Eichel to get this deal done, and that's the crazy part. If Buffalo has to retain on Jack Eichel to get this trade done, they already lost this trade, and that's why I don't think they're going to trade him this year. No, I think if anything, they're going to cave and let him get that surgery. Because there's just no way. Like, we talked about it for Which they should have done in the first place, really. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly. It's ridiculous. We talk about it. They just let the player get their freaking surgery. But, dude, like, there's not a single, and I mean single world, unless all the first-round picks you get hit and all the prospects you get hit and are all superstars and you win a cup in, within three years of that trade, you lose that trade every time. You lose that trade every time when you trade Jack. You're Eichel. Trading Jack Eichel. You have when you Jack trade Eichel. when you usually the best player in the trade, whoever gets Always the best player in the matter. trade wins. Unless you're unless the wacky miracle of the Eric Carlson trade where it was just terrible luck for the Sharks. Yeah, yeah. And like, everything went went wrong for the Sharks. For that dude, it was all injuries too for yeah. the Sharks. It wasn't even like they were bad when they were healthy. They weren't even that bad. It was just Martin Jones was terrible and everyone got hurt. <laughs> 
And then Josh Norris. Martin Jones like, is terrible. Well, yeah, and Josh Norris turned out to be extremely good. The next in Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. Seriously. I was like, reading um, an article by uh, the Sens uh, SB Nation uh, page, and the what really um, oh man, it my heart just dropped for Sharks fans when I read this. Um, apparently Josh Norris, when the Sens got him, was like he hadn't he. Not only had he had a, a rough year in college, like a lot of guys were just saying, "Oh, well, he he might be like a bottom six guy, at best." He I remember that nobody was high on him at all. At the no, time. they said middle six at best. That's I remember what I would, I remember what I heard when that trade got made. Because if anything, the most hype piece of the trade in return was Dylan Demello at the time. I'm almost positive it was like Demello oh God, and Tierney. Right. Because remember, like we just talked about, they had to move a bunch of salary in the Carlson trade. And those were two contracts that I guess, like, I think extreme worked out extremely well for Ottawa. They were able to flip for picks or keep in, you know, Tierney's been, been a good pretty good piece for, for the last team. few years. So I don't know, man, like unless Buffalo is just so confident in this full rebuild and they just like, I don't I'm, I just keep going in circles. Like, they can't win this trade. They can't, they can't win this trade. They can't win this situation unless they let Michael get the surgery. They stink this year get Shane right, and then for the love of God, find a goalie. Well, they have a goalie, but he's in the minors. I don't even think you want to throw him on this team this year, if we're being honest. Let Craig like, Anderson and Aaron Dell or whoever the hell it is just take let, all let, the um, grenades. Let UPL, let UPL or – I'm not going to say his name, but I know it's like – Uka like, Pekalukunen. Exactly. Uka Pekalukunen. Let him play in uh, – is it Rochester? All yes, year. I believe I so. Though. Yeah, let him play in Rochester. The Rochester Americans. And the thing is, Buffalo, like, and it could work out perfectly for Buffalo that way. Because if Eichel doesn't play and he gets his surgery, let's say, that allows Dylan Cousins and Casey Middlestat to get top six minutes the entire season. And from what it looked like when that happened at the end of last year and Reinhardt got, or not Reinhardt got traded, but Reinhardt got hurt, Middlestat played extremely well the second half of the last year and Dylan Cousins ex- or excelled pretty well when he was put in a top six role. So that could be, it could be a positive in developing players too, in a way. But also, like, playing with Jack Eichel could help, too. So, there's that world. Uh, so, I go. To, I went, just went to my old friend, Cap friend, uh, Friendly. Um, I'm looking at some of the teams that have cap space. Uh, the Ottawa Senators, we were just talking about them, but they have $24.5 million in cap space. Eight of that's about to get taken away. I was going to say, yeah. even when eight of it gets taken up to Brady Kachuk, which they should, they still have oh, $16.5 million dollars later. Yeah, they still have $16.5 million dollars, uh, available. They have the draft picks. They have the prospects. Like, I don't know. I don't know if this would ever happen, but like in theory... The only thing that makes the only thing that stops that, in my opinion, is division. That's it. I, I know. I was gonna bring that up. That's like, I, that's why I don't think it's gonna happen because simply because they're in the same division. Because <sighs> there's so many teams in the division where Eichel could easily get. Could you imagine Battle of Ontario Eichel versus Matthews? Please, oh, I need this to happen. No, 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 not even that. How about Kachuk and Eichel in the same one? That's what I was thinking. And Stutzla. And Norris. <laughs> And nor oh, and you have Norris behind Norris him. Oh just right behind yeah. him. And Shabbat's on that back end. And then you I would imagine you're gonna have to trade one of the prospect defense. Oh, like, you know what I do? That's you the know thing. What I... The package for Eichel would be weird. Listen, yeah. I'm, listen, listen, Eichel's great as he is. I, I'm definitely not trading Shane Pinto or no. <laughs> That's right. Those are my untouchables, let me tell you. No. Brown, mm, also, we haven't seen oh, that, by the way. 
Yeah. And also, if I'm Ottawa, I'm kind of just having a red flag with this whole Jack Eichel situation. I'm like, I've already done this situation once and I've gotten burned and I got lucky and got out of that burn somehow. And I don't want to get burned again. Because I'm sorry, Pierre Dorian got saved by the grace of God with that Sharks pick. Or else that just, like, oh my gosh, he would have folded that franchise, basically. But he got it, he got Stutzla, and it's a whole new world. They got Josh Norris and Suits on that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. (laughs) That's... Wow. Yeah, but if I want to make the contract sponsor, like, okay, here's a first round pick, here's Drake Batherson, here's uh, there's Nikita Zaitsev just to make the contracts uh, work, here's, 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 uh, <laughs> and then be like, okay, take take my, Eric uh, Branch from first troubles, and then just like another prospect, you know, like Batherson's they're not winning a Jack like the trade ever. Buffalo, they're they're fucked. They're fucked. Never. They're fucked either way. You sure they aren't on the untouchables list, Pierce? No, you're right. I would I protect Shane uh, Pinto and that uh, first round pick, dude. Oh yeah, and and uh, Tyler Boucher, who they took like tenth overall or something. I would protect him too. Guys, yeah. we have a big announcement. Uh, Violet has a chair. Huh. good job, Violet. Yeah, chair. Um, Here's Kyler Yamaoda. Um, I've got uh, <laughs> Apollo screaming upstairs. No, I can't. Good. The one, the <laughs> one time I can't. Um, Good. Well, yeah, Kyler Yamamoto. Yeah. yeah. Um, one year, one point one. A great. What was it like? One point one seven five. Uh, good. Show me deal. No, no come. No complaints. I love that guy's game. He's such a pass. And he's and he's good too. And he's good. And he's short. The best part about and he's short. Which means he's not good. Yeah, that's true. But uh, he's a pass. No, he's um. I don't. I think he's gonna do real well this year. I think last year was sophomore slump year for him. So, I think uh, twenty twenty goals, forty assists. Right? Isn't that the uh, first sixty mark? points? Yeah. Yeah, Dylan Segura. That seems like a fair season. It's the most points any rookie's ever had, actually. Definitely have a chance to find that consistency because there's not a doubt in my mind that dude's going to get top – like, he's getting top six minutes. He's going to get his chance. That's for true. He, he, mm-hmm. Dylan, I said this a little while ago. This has to be his last chance. Like, this yeah. has to be his last chance to be, like, the big – like, and he doesn't have to be, and that's, again, the big thing. He needs to be good, though. Yeah, he was a first-round pick. But that's why when we were talking about it a couple weeks ago when we were talking about RFAs, that's why I was so hesitant on getting the long-term deal. I mean, he's only had – how many games has Kyler Miyamoto had in the NHL? It's got the maybe a hundred, not even that, probably. Yeah, like, Wait, no, oh, I don't even think it's a hundred. Yeah. No, I think I think it's less than eighty-two. I'm gonna. Might, yeah, I was gonna say it might not even be eighty-two. I have no. no I, think it's more than I, I just think he needs a full season to prove himself. It's with a lot of, like you said, it's with a lot of these guys who just got in the league the last two years. They haven't had a full season. Like, how many times have we talk about twenty nineteen player draft players, and we're just saying that this is the year they're gonna break out. Look at Kako. Look at Hughes. Look at Doc. Look at. Doc. Look at I mean, look at Byram. He's going to get a legit chance this year. Zegra is going to get a legit chance. Um, Boldy, Pacola. They literally go on and on. Oh, my gosh. That whole draft class is going to finally have that. That is an underrated good draft class. Spencer Knight, too. Dude, that was like everyone was hyping up that draft class, and I remember it, and it deserved all the hype it got so far. I saw another thing. Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight is still eligible for the Calder. He is? Yeah, there that's was, a dark horse pick a, for the Calder. Actually, that's a dark horse pick. <laughs> I'm in fucking total hockey, and I hear Mike Johnson just talking up about Spencer Knight in the TV, and he's not wrong. He's he. 
honestly, I think, yeah, Dylan, you said dark horse. I think he could easily be in the top five. Like, if Florida plays well and he just – They're going to, by the way. If he – yeah. What's up? But they're oh, going to be, Florida's gonna gonna be, be good. good. Oh, no, they're going to be great. Yeah, no, and if they if that defense plays the way they did last year, all he has to do is play like he did in those in those playoff games because he was fantastic. In he was good in the regular was, season, too, yeah. in a couple games. Yeah. yeah. You, Dylan. And as a year older. That, like he said, man. He was the hot hand, and he still is. He still is. Going in the last year, he was there. But uh, no, we pay Sergey Bobrovsky ten million dollars a year. We got to get his no, uh, games so. in there. That contract will be bought out by the time Spencer Knight needs an extension. <laughs> now we can use the what, like three million it gives us. Woo. <laughs> Paying like seven million dollars for Bio- the Panthers. Oh, oh my god! Bios is such a joke. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Panthers are going to have Spencer Knight and Jonathan Huberto up in the same season. That's going to be fun. Isn't Barkoff up the same season, or is that no? That's this year, right? No. no yeah, this coming year, year oh, he's okay. up. Yeah, this coming year oh, he's up. Because yeah. it's like. Him, Bergeron, like all those guys. If are they want to win, was this Kateri is the year. This he is got extended. Oh, they know it too. You don't yeah. get a guy like Sam Ryan. Oh, I know. You, you don't, don't go and trade a way. first round pick. No, hundred no. percent. Like, and give those contracts to guys like Bennett and for Hagee. So, God, I hope they're writing on that for Hagee contract because yeah, even Bennett, I'm like, ooh, definitely ooh. taking some bets. But you know what? A short I'd, season. I'd I'm rather... play Kevin Lankin in all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, That's... I'm not kidding. He got like half of his goals against Kevin Lankin and felt like. <laughs> no, like that was actually something uh, I was thinking about. I feel like everyone uh, in that division got half their goals against Blackhawks, to be fair, though. We were talking about the divisions. Um, yeah, the teams aren't going to play the Blackhawks. Like the, light, the, the Hurricanes, the Panthers, they're not going to play the Red Wings, Hawks, and Blue Jackets. Like they had a and even the Predators were great. The Hurricanes, besides those two teams, like Hurricanes are great, Panthers are great, Lightning are great. Let's not avoid the fact that they played some of the worst fucking teams in the entire NHL. That Jack Lightning are going to be better though. Oh no, Lightning will be better (laughs) somehow. Until I see until I Nikita Kucherov back. Until I (laughs) until I see them losing the playoffs, they're winning another. They're going three. They're the cup favorite for the foreseeable future. Yeah, until they lose, I'm I'm not going to bet against them until they lose. They get rid of Goudreau and no, no, no. Their line's going to be their line. Their their line's going to be Patrick Maroon, Pierre Ward, Belmore, and Corey Perry. Well, that's going to be the yeah. That's actually. Oh no, I'm going to punch a wall, dude. I love Pierre. Pierre hey, David Camp's going to shut that down. Don't worry. David Camp to you, David Camp. Yeah, I was joking with Nick earlier. The um the third line for the Lightning is gonna be freaking Corey Perry, fucking Matthew Joseph, and Ross Colton. It's just gonna be all the guys Ew. that you don't expect. Ew, that's gonna. Oh, Matthew Joseph's getting like thirty five points next year. Like, there's Dude. just no way he doesn't. Ross Colton, Corey Perry, and Matthew Joseph sounds like the worst time. Ross Colton like, got I'm not a shot taking too. that shift. I'm not taking. That hey, shift. that's the that guy who got else. the Stanley Cup game winning goal. By the way. Ross Colton. Cool. Watch this, ready? No, watch this, ready? Now watch hey, this drive. Philip Kershaw rookie goal. Go cry. Nightmare. Philip Ratio Philip. plus Philip get a job. Shev. Seek help. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jonathan um, Taves is ripped. No, uh, that doesn't matter. Cody <laughs> Franson is playing with the Caps farm team. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Did you really put that down? <laughs> <laughs> did you put that down? Yeah, I did. I put Jonathan Taves is ripped. <laughs> No, you put down Cody Francis. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I put that down too. Yeah. So that one is, uh... matters even less. 
<laughs> no, I no, saw the- I saw three. I saw like the 2017 Blackhawks defense on the team. TVR is on there. Michael Kempney's on there, and uh, Cody Franson. Oh, yeah. Now that was it a might. time. Remember that top pairing uh, of Keith and Franson? Yeah, that was I that, do. Was, that was a that time. Was- Unfortunately, I do. do. Yeah. Wait. That was a thing. The funny thing is, their numbers weren't bad. It's just they no, did I not know. have any goals. Remember Murphy Seabrook? Murphy, C- Murphy on his offside. Just like uh, when he's going to go to the Olympics and play on his offside with Seth, Seth Jones. Jones. Woo! Oh, <laughs> no, don't worry. Oh, to offset it, your daddy's going to play on his offside with Brent Burns. <laughs> That's somehow worse. With Jordan Bennington and Nett. I think all the Canadians would just cry. I think we're I think we're about to cry now, because uh, the election things. I actually haven't checked on it at all. I haven't heard my you dad yell yet. I haven't heard my dad yell yet, so I don't think uh, that's a good sign. <laughs> I like it when my dad doesn't. Hey, at least it's not right. like our elections where people just start rioting. <laughs> oh, I think that might happen here, but uh, yes. we'll get into that. Canada seems to be getting to that point. I'm not. I don't know. We've already got one stupid ass country doing it. We don't need two. No. We have more than one. It's but. like it's as a wise man said, like the Americans are flat out assholes and Canadians hide the fact they're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that is literally our two parties here, Pierce. Yeah, it's that's so that's so true as well. That I, I, I joke a lot tell my brother, I'm like, dude, at least right wing people, at least the right wing is like at least they're unapologetically assholes, you know, like they're they're their true they're their true selves. Yeah, I would I hate trans people. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hate minorities. What about it? I do it yeah. country. And then like, okay, yeah, sure. Um but anyways. But actually Pierce said is very I think that's actually a huge thing. Uh the Jonathan Taves news. The fact mm-hmm. that people are going like it sounds like this isn't uh as much of a speaking of Captain Canada. Was it uh, Mark Lazarus was saying it's not the uh, oh I'm, I'm you know like every player I feel like I'm at my best like like Seawick would say every year like no nah, well uh, Duncan Keith and David Comp are gone so we gotta we gotta get a ripped ripped up player on the team so that's Jonathan Taves sticking over the role being a true captain really bad so Jonathan Taves walk right up hey that's top one hundred NHL player Jonathan Taves to you sorry I keep forgetting that. Oh, oh no, is back when he tells the ref to go fuck himself. I don't know. Oh, yeah. back. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be tough because we're going to see Taves like go up to ref. And be like, oh, it's, oh, it's fine. And then, yeah, no, no, no. He's, and if he was a bad player, would he have Lakes named after him? I didn't think so, Jimbo. I'm sorry. Lakes per 60 will always exactly. be the stat I yeah. use. And if you don't, then I'm sorry. You will never understand. Because analytics. Lakes are blue, and blue is good. good. <laughs> oh, my stats are red. He just looks at his points of this lake i've got all the blue why do you think no one likes the red sea bro it's because it's red (laughs) and red is bad (laughs) why do you think everyone hated it when water was turned into wine it was red that was actually pretty great dude catholics like that so i think we just now watch the sweating dude it's like three catholic listeners Cut this. Can we cut this? Can we get this? Okay. Yeah. Um. Never mind. Um, no. Don't worry. I don't have to do extra work or anything. Yeah. Hey, man. Oh. Also, shout out to Mark Lazarus for saying the exact same thing I said like two shows ago about tapes and load management. Word. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> thought you got that from oh, him when like, I saw. I'm like, oh, maybe Dylan like 
saw that. Well, it's like uh, Scott Powers is like, hey, uh, so this guy on uh, this podcast <laughs> I was just on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like, Dude, I think that should be a Scott legitimate Powers discussion. Glad said it. What? <laughs> no, I think that we should look at it. That uh, I think we should do what. Um, God, no, never mind. I completely lost everything. <laughs> That's tough. Wow. You know what, Jimmy? How about you just bring up the Olympic teams that you never got to finish? I actually <laughs> want to hear them. Yes. I only want to list off a couple of them because I, because just because, just because. It was just Russia, Sweden, the US, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Was it? Okay, okay. Let yeah. me see. Oh, God. Please tell me I saved the Russian one. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you didn't save them? Okay. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> You know what? Uh, let's see. Because I'm like, I have so many notes. It's not even funny. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I was about to go like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. My defense lines are gone. No. Russia. I'd never gotten to Sweden, but now wow. I'm Russian. I mean, I understand that. Who want to go to that socialist country? Am I right? <laughs> That's a good one, Pierce. With yeah, with uh with soft item boke fist no we only have Americans like Seth Jones. So just for the sake of time, I'm not going to go and do the entire Swedish team. I will make a hot take though. I think Adam Bokvist does make it. I think he has a great year with Gorensky, and I think he ends up on the team. No, Gavrikov. I think Gorensky actually ends up on the team with him. He's going to be that good. Bro, we're um, Renski on Team Sweden. That's because Connor Murphy's going to take his spot. It's like, that's yo, it. I'm going to it? Sweden. No, we're going to make a one-for-one one trade with Sweden. <laughs> they get Zach Gorensky, we get Victor Hedman. Yo! Fair trade. <laughs> that's... That's no, I would actually take the good defenseman and Eric Carlson, but you know, it's just me. No, just and now I'm leaving the call. Okay. <laughs> Eric Carlson's going to go to Canada with a team that knows how to win. Exactly. That's it. I'm taking my talents my to Canada, talents a to team Canada. that knows how to win. I'm not going to lie. When you said like the good defense, I thought you were going to say like Adam Larson or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone who actually has good blue. Johnny Oduya. Johnny Oduya comes out of retirement. Oh, no. John, with his, what do you think John Larson's going to do with his, with his one back? with his one hand where he goes like, wow, with the puck, with the stick. Not even another. Alkin punches the puck. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, but Jimmy, I want to. I want to. Do you have the lines for Sweden? No, I don't. I never got to. That Fine, point. go on to stupid America then. Let's hear your American lines. <laughs> <laughs> we are really stupid. Silly Americans. No, I'm Silly Americans. And I quite honestly, I. Defense for Russia, I don't even. Oh, yeah, that's right, Russia. Those yeah. communists, those commie bastards. We'll, we'll going forwards first. So, uh-huh. top line, I have. Uh, Panarin, by the way, who openly said he does not want to be captain of the Rangers. What the, the hell? Did you see oh, that's that? right. I saw that. Yeah, that's I right. Was, dude, when I was at, I was in total hockey. I was sitting there. I'm like, listen, I hear it on the TV and I look up. It's like, by Panarin God, it's Ryan Reeves music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact that it wasn't offered to Kreider already almost that kind of annoys me. That's right. If, if Panarin was their first pick and not Kreider, I don't like, there's nothing saying he was, but if he was that that's a shame, but I it'll 100% it'll end up being Kreider. If it's not, it's a crime. Um, excuse me, res- um, respect Libor Hayek, all right? <laughs> I'm <you>. sorry! The <laughs> disrespect to <laughs> Anthony Potato. Did, did you see the goal he scored last year? That's leading by example. My I think Julian Gauthier deserves to see, all right? Because he's big every time he steps on the ice. Like, exactly, exactly. you just, can't teach that. Tony D'Angelo just drops down by a fucking, like, just by a wire. And <laughs> what do you mean? He's, like, he, he's taking Woo! Carolina's captaincy. 
You're right. He's oh, dude, he is he is the jerk. He's the one they've been looking for. Forgot. <gasps> Go. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of jerks. I thought that was just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, th- there was a thing I was doing that I completely went off. Oh, uh, Russian defense. Russia. <laughs> Panarin, Malkin, Kaprizov. Because I think that I just okay. Listen, Kuznetsov is great as he is. He's we've seen how he's been the last couple of years. Head just doesn't seem to have screwed on straight at the moment. And Malkin, when he wants to be a monster, is a monster. And what better? Hey, hey, that? Jimmy, what do you think of this? So I had Panarin and uh, wait, you said Panarin Kaprizov, right? So, so yeah, Panarin, Malkin, Kaprizov. Yeah. So f- for my second line, guess what I had? I had Panarin, Datsuk, and Kaprizov. Datsuk. Yeah. No, what? Oh, come on. Do you think he still plays? Yeah. He has to. <laughs> completely yeah. rethinks his whole no, life Fuck. no no that actually fixes one issue i had so thank you that no that yeah one. i had to redo the team because there was no center so i literally looked over to the cage i'm like oh I, that's it oh uh, I, had, I, had Donov. I had to don off his third seat until i did too i did i did as well don't worry <laughs> no which is so funny because we've been talking about how it's not gonna fix vegas's center issues <laughs> 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 they're curving him for team russia to be a center let's go uh yeah, they're, they're getting him ready for the real battle for the um, real battle <laughs> yeah i thought i i put ovechkin kuznetsov svechnikov because i listen i know that's a it's there's no way ovechkin's gonna be on the, the second line there's no way no. i'm just saying if i did it right like there's just there's Panarin is a far better left winger than ovechkin is right now that's just what it is so at least you know, overall wise yeah, exactly, exactly. But Ovechkin, he's dude, he's Russian. Like he's Duncan gonna still should. Line. He's gonna be the captain too. Yeah, this is just me with my video game bullshit. So, um, <laughs> second line, I put Ov, especially this too. You can have Ov Kuznetsov and Svechnikov. You can get that Ov Kuznetsov uh, chemistry going there, and Svechnikov on the other side. Bro, what that if they? What if Sweden just trades Backstrom to Russia? <laughs> Yo, what's their one for one trade then? So who goes the other way? We need we need a we need a Russian that plays with a Swede. Rajulov. <laughs> Rajulov. Oh my God! Who would Rajulov play with? In uh, I don't. Even I know. completely <laughs> fucking forgot Rajulov. <laughs> completely forgot him. You know who I'm not sure about making this team is Tarasenko. Apparently, from what I've heard, apparently he's in good shape. So well, that's all I know. Good for him. Good for that, him. That, that changes my lines. Again. <laughs> this is dude. The thing Jimmy's is, just I, sitting there like, write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Seriously. Oh, and there goes my mic and my tricks. <laughs> oh, by the way, my, is my camera still off? Yeah, it is. <laughs> dude, I don't know where. Yeah, I, yeah, I was disappointed. Cam. I can't see your beautiful face. So I was like, oh, thank you, Pierce. I know. Yeah, I can I, I can be nice sometimes, you know. You're nice literally all the time. I thank you. Um, Again, I appear anyways. to be nice. Americans are just assholes flat out. <laughs> is just the actual he's the one nice Canadian. Yeah, exactly. The only one he's one of the five or something. Uh so down to my next line, which is two out of three players I just <laughs> put on there. <laughs> <laughs> is, um, is um uh Radulov, Datsuk, and Tarasenko just because I think that line is just bananas. Like there's everything on that line. Yes, the shit is bananas. Yes. You got Radulov is literally just octane fuel 
full offensive energy, everything that guy will get in your face. He will like, I'm pretty sure Radulov, like, I think if he punched somebody just like straight up grabbed a player and threw him down, like that's just part of the game. That's the kind of player he is. Um, and you got Datsuk in the middle who, um, yeah, who is Pavel no Datsuk. introduction needed, no introduction needed. And Tarasenko, um, if he is healthy, if he is in shape, is one of the deadliest scorers in the entire league. And you've got Pavel Datsuk setting him up with Radulov ready to literally rip a man's head off if he needs to over in the corner to get those guys to puck. And, you know, Alex Radulov does have that, you know, nice little shot of his own. So, yeah, that's, that's a pretty great line if they're able to get that together. They find some chemistry. Um, for the fourth line, um, this one is very – okay, yeah, I have a last-second change on this one because <laughs> this, this actually fits perfectly. Um, putting – and uh, I wasn't – man, this is tough because I put uh, – and this is very out there, uh, Nemesnikov as the uh, Russian fourth-line center. Um, just because I, I he's totally because so he can play center, <laughs> he's so good defensively though. Like he's perfect as that four C. Like I, I just I don't know. I think he's perfect there. He played with Stamkos just, and Kucherov. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh that's what makes an elite player is if you play with other elite players, right? Um, but uh, Nevestikov, Nichushkin, and Buchnevich. I I think that could just be the most annoying fucking line to play against. Like I don't. If you listen to the show long enough, you, Valerie Nichushkin is uh, not exactly fun to play uh, against when you have the puck. And he's better than Leon Dreisaitl. He's better than Leon Dreisaitl. And, uh, yeah, and uh, Pavel Buchnevich is kind of just the biggest pain in the ass in the entire world. Oh, and he can score, like, as well as, like, half the league. So, yeah, have fun with that. I, I think that – I think the Mechnikov, Buchnevich, Nichushkin, I – I think there's a chance that line happens because there's no way Buchnevich doesn't make it, and he fits perfectly into a lower role on this team. I don't know. I, I really hope that something like that comes together. Well, your uh, so, defense. Uh, my defense? Uh, not doing that. I, there's no fucking point in that. It's all right. Well, your uh, goaltending because that's such dude, a debate it's there. Gonna be, it's going to be Orlov. It's going to be Sergachev. It's going to be Zadorov. And and guys, and just some guys. And guys. Like, that's, that's what it is. Disrespect to Ivan Provorov and Artem Zub. Come on now, and oh, Gavrikov. No, okay, I'm I'm actually sorry. That's oh, dude. These look at these new guys coming up. Zoom no, we just finished your top six for you, bud. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Oh, you're actually, right. Yeah, we're good. Thank you. Unless you want Nikita Zaitsev, then you can throw him mm-hmm. out too. That's that's an extra guy because you need that veteran leadership. See, guys, this was my plan was to say that I wasn't going to do it, and you guys would help me. This is um, it's called passive aggressive. Write that down. Write that down. Really good for your relationships. Um, in goal, uh, Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. Okay, I'm crazy, but Sorokin is Russian, right? Yeah, I believe he was actually there in 2018. Yeah, it's gotta be. Well, wait, no, Vasilevsky. (laughs) I thought you were joking. (laughs) He's not serious right now, right? I thought you were joking. (laughs) Oh, I wasn't joking. <laughs> oh my god, I wasn't joking at all. No, I mean uh, Sorokin's good. I just thought he was starting. I mean, come on, literally <laughs> the best goalie in the world. not gonna like that one. <laughs> no, please don't name. And I took that me. personal. <laughs> please don't name search yourself in the audio. No, <laughs> no, don't listen to the PJ's cast and give us no more no. Vi- listeners. No, no. don't that. do that. Oh, here, not now. Here's the fun, Piers. Here's the fun, Piers. 
USA. United States of America. <laughs> Wait, do you want to hear my That's lines, right. Jimmy, for Russia? Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Ovechkin, Malkin, Kucherov, Panarin, Dotsia, you... Kaprizov. I actually hate myself. I forgot Kucherov. I'm the worst. <laughs> you. I completely. Oh, Bro, what do you have against the Lightning at this point? Yeah. You named Domestikov, but you didn't name Kucherov or Vasilevsky. My bro's a hater. Like, what the hell is No, going Jimmy. On? No, Jimmy. I appreciate that. You named the real Russian Lightning <laughs> player. No, I'm Domestikov. I have a feeling uh, whatever website I had used, it, dude, guy in the back alley hands me a sheet. I give him five bucks and he says, this is, these are all the active Russian players. What am I supposed to fucking Yeah, do? thank you, Jimmy, for the $5. I a grocery list. I don't know what happened. Dude, he said it was Oh, my Russian God. A, high, a, sh- a floating shopping list. I'm not a shopping list. I'm a ghost. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, that's from SpongeBob, by the way. Anyways, okay. I... No, he's gonna name like three guys and be like, "Oh, that guy." <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, oh, my, my third bad. line. My, my third line. Walking. My third line was Fetchnikov, Kuznetsov, Tarasenko. My fourth line was Gurionov, Sipichov, and Radulov. And then my extra four was Buchnevis. On the defense, Provorov, Sergachev, Orlov, Zub, Gavrikov, Zaitsev. Sorry, what? Did you name the four? Can you read, go back to the forward lines? I feel like I missed one. Yeah, Ovechkin, Malkin, Kucherov, Panarin, yeah. Datsu, Kaprizov, Svechnikov, Kuznetsov, Tarasenko, Gurianov, Shipachov, yeah. Regulov, and Buchnevich. Uh, okay. Uh, defense: Provorov, Sergachev, Orlov, Zub, Gavrikov, Zaitsev, and Zadorov, and then Vasilevsky and Varlamov for my goalies. Wow. Disrespect to Nikita too. Nikita, Nikita. Z. Nikita Zadorov, dude. That's I, I have Zadorov in right there. there. Oh. Yeah, as an extra defenseman, right? Yeah, because he sucks. <sighs> literally, bro, you wouldn't get him, dude. You just don't I literally, I he literally heard cool. Scott Powers on like, their new podcast. Uh, he said that it's a good thing they got rid of him because he sucks. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, Scott Powers said he's like, he's like, well, he didn't say that. He's like, it's probably a good thing they also moved on to Z- Zadorov because he did not have a good year, and a lot of the breakdowns were because of him. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, let's <laughs> go off, yeah. This is again. This is why like graphs are great and all. And, like this kind of you know, like, I'm like hey, you know what? He won a lot of puck battles. That's all that matters. And he swore. Yeah, he saying. swore and knocked the opposing player down and swore at Honestly, him. I think Zadorov is like more of the. Uh, he's more of a unicorn. Like you don't find guys with stats that good. Under remember when we had Ian Mendez bad, on and he brought up unbelievably bad. Remember when Ian Mendez is on and it's like. He has to be polarizing because he's an old-fashioned defenseman that old old hockey men are gonna like, but not new school people. Which I makes so much sense. It's dude, always it was always gonna be that way. Oh, 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 oh! USA lines. I had a lot of fun with these. Um, Anyways, who cares? The liberals want a minority government. <laughs> did they? Yeah, Trudeau's back yeah, in for sure. Yeah, that's what they say. It's a projected liberal minority government, which I thought all along. Here's, uh, is that, do you want that or no? Do you care? Uh, I mean, I'd rather that over conservative, so I'll say that much. That's fine. Yeah, that's kind of literally what it was here, too. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's what politics is. Anyways, go on, go on. Um, top line, uh, on the good, good hearted American boys team. Uh, oh, this is so good. Uh, Alex DeBrinkett, Austin Matthews, Patrick Kane. That line is going to be. I think, and it's going. It's going to be. It's going to happen. 
Me and Schmitty went Eichel instead of Matthews. I honestly think I, I Eichel. Just, I think Eichel fits better on that line than Matthews. But that's I just think me. He does. He does. I just don't know if like this whole surgery thing. I Again, just, I just don't you can't go wrong. Oh, no, you can't. Oh wait, did I put Eichel on here? No. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Kucherov, Vasilevsky, now Eichel? No, 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 Are no, you no. okay? Let me go through his lines. I want to hear the lines now. <laughs> stop! Stop! Give me a minute. So what if? Okay, listen. Now, hypothetically, 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 what if I did actually put Eichel on the lines and I just missed him, and assumed that I didn't put him on there? Now that would be pretty funny. That like if I did that, that'd be really funny. I think if I, uh, I might have a a haul. I might holler hoot and all that things. Oh, cool! That's what I did. Anyways, uh, second line. Um, with Eichel on the top line is I uh, was probably my favorite choice I made there um, was putting him with the Brinkett and Kane uh, second line I put um, this was this, this is a bit of a weird line okay now I had Eichel there but I do like him that's tough okay I think you can flip-flop Eichel, Eichel or Matthews in the top the top two lines oh definitely yeah I just because think Eichel fits this is where it's weird because I, I have on the second one I have um, Johnny Goudreau Austin Matthews Kyle Connor if we're going to put Eichel top line. Let's I have the same except switch Connor with Kachuk. Ooh, I like that. I only have Connor just because that guy is just goals. He just scores. And you need a guy like that in the Olympics. Like you just need, they had Kessel. Before it was Kessel, now it's Kyle Connor. You just what are you talking Kessel. about? The disrespect of Justin Abelkader. You're right. I'm sorry. Nobody wanted it more than him. Um, <laughs> third line, I really like this one. I really like this one. Um, Joe Pavelski. Jake Gensel, Brock Besser. I think that's <laughs> going to be a lot of fun. For my third line, I just had all at offense. I had Connor, Jack Hughes, and Brock Besser. Oh, so you, yeah, you went the other way. Yeah. <laughs> you did that on your third line. Okay. Um, funny, I actually don't have Jack Hughes in this team. Just I don't either. There. I don't have him on mine either. On that I was my hot was, take. I think I didn't have to draw on my team. team. That was my hot take. That's see, I actually wasn't sure if I was gonna put him on there. Um I have him see, I was slipping in between the second and third line, so he's yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, there's a lot of question marks to this USA team, but I like them. Um, my mark, sure. fourth line is my favorite one. I love this line so much. Matthew Kachuk, Josh Norris, Brady Kachuk. Oh, Josh Norris. <laughs> I like that. That's I like fucking that. nice, actually. I really <laughs> took my – see, well, this is amazing. I took my time, and I completely forgot I had fucking Eichel on it. So, clearly, I don't care about Team USA, and I'm a liar. Well, um, fake American fan. My extras, my extras I really like, too, Um, I put because there's so many. I was – listen, these three guys could have easily been in there, but I just don't think – I think they're just a grade below. Clayton Keller, Connor Garland, Phil Kessel. Because Phil Kessel's not well, Arizona year legends last year, last year. There's no way Kessel's going to be as bad as he was last year. There's just no way. There's no way. Um, did you have Gensel on your team? Yeah, yeah, Gensel. Oh, okay. It's a good damn player. Like I, I don't like Gensel that much. I, I think he's a bit overrated, but he is. <laughs> that guy knows how to score goals. <laughs> and like, uh, the graphs team. would say otherwise, Jimmy. Yeah, come on. Because I literally got shit on by Pittsburgh fans a couple weeks ago for that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, the graphs are actually better than Debrinket, so he's a better player. I was like, well, the goals say otherwise. The goals, <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Look at them. Literally everything else. Like the numbers, Mason. What do they mean? And one of them doesn't play with Sidney Crosby. Anyways, sorry, Jimmy. Yeah. But he plays with Patrick Kane, who we also say is bad. Yeah, anyways. Um, 
defense, uh, Zach Rewenski and Adam Fox. Hmm. That's so nice. So much fun. So much fun. It's going to be so good. Uh, no, Wawrenski and Jones? No, Jones is an extra for me. Um, no. Stan Bowen very, says otherwise. I have a very hot take. Um, I'm going to say it already. John Carlson's – okay, and this is my – this is again. This is me. This is not, this is not what's going to happen. He's going to be on the top six. John Carlson's an extra for me. Same Just here. not defensively reliable uh, to the other two guys on on the right side. Which uh, let's go through them. Uh, Quinn Hughes next to Charlie McAvoy and Alec Martinez next to Jeff Petrie. Ooh. So no Jacob Slavin. No Ryan McDonough. Ryan McDonough, I see on the outside. Slavin, I could see getting in. Well, well, that's not see. I think he should be in over Martinez. Um, you think this is what's going to happen, or what? This is what you would no, do. No, no, sorry, sorry. I think he should. I don't. Mm, I really like Martinez there with Petrie. I don't. That know. is interesting. I really like that. Yeah, interesting. I'll say Slavin, that much. Slavin, I. But see, but uh, he was carrying Hamilton, so. Nah, right, yeah. God, I fucking hate <laughs> No, I'm life. messing with you. No, 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 no. No, I, I, just, I just really, I don't know. Martinez really impressed me last year. Um, but Slavin's going to end up being like, he's going to win the fucking Norris this year or something, honestly. How good that Carolina team's been. I, no, I'm not going to lie. I actually completely forgot about Jacob Slavin doing this list, doing this one. There's, there's so many good USA defensemen. I just, I don't think you can go wrong, but. Um, no oh, fuck it. Put him next to Petrie. You're right. I feel like I'm not giving that guy the credit he deserves. And your Four. goalies? Oh, it's, that's easy. It's Hallibuck and Gibson. Yeah, and Ryan Miller backing them up. Uh, who would you have as captains and alternates? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, Patsy, captain, easily. Um, that's gonna piss a lot of people off. I know. I don't Cry that. ratio plus seek help. Get a job. <laughs> yeah, touch grass. I don't care. Like you have, go get a job, please. Get a job. Get a job. It's the worst thing. I think what sucks is a lot of people talk like this whole Kane thing. It, it still happens. It's like, dude, we know what's happened with him. Like we know there could easily be a lot of shady shit. I just don't know if there is, and I'm not going to treat him as if he's done something he hasn't. You know, like I'm sorry. I'm just not. I. I, I that's just not right. It's not. I'll go and talk shit about Tony D'Angelo all day because I know I because we guy. know he literally got punched by Steve. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll gladly and listen if something someone comes out about Patrick Kane like that, where there was no no growth from it whatsoever and whatnot. I, I will, I'm gonna go fucking. I'm never gonna wear a Kane jersey in my life. I just want to say that because I feel like nowadays you say anything about Patrick Kane, you have to preface that. Shit. No, you're a bad person if you don't like him. And listen, I don't think different. I don't think Kane's a great person, but he's a fucking hell of a hockey player. He's probably just mm-hmm. a dude. He's probably just a partying a hole in real life. He probably probably is. Jack Hughes is kind of the same. Like I don't oh, think no, Jack he's... Hughes is a little shit, but he's so fun to watch. Like yeah. he doesn't. And for all I know, Jack Hughes is not ruining people's lives. So I don't like whatever. Who? I mean, who? And listen, like half the guys in the NHL are just dumbasses. They're white males. I should say that again. They're probably not the brightest of the fucking bunch. (laughs) They are way, literally, they can do in one day what I wish I could do in my entire life, and that's skate on an NHL ring. So not bashing. What are you talking about? Steve Conroy called you a good player. I think that's all you need. That is. 
That is true. Pierce. And you and you saw Marty Sinelli. No, Come I'm on, actually man. crazy. Why did I? No, why did I put Hughes above Slavin? I'm actually crazy. I'm like going completely back on this. I actually feel like I had like I must. The have good had, thing like, we're here. I just. I'd also just like to say one thing about Team USA, Pierce. I don't remember if you had him on your team, but I know you didn't, Jimmy. I I do think Max Pacioretty makes this team. Yeah, I have Petre on my okay. team too. Yeah. Oh I no. Okay. I, I didn't had, know if you did. He was. Yeah, he was one. Of, he was like on the outside of the outside. But he now I'm on the outside. No, he, yeah, I, mean, I was like these are. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Well, the reason I say this is, and I talked to Pierce about this when we were doing our list on the a couple shows ago. I said I really think veteran leadership is going to get taken into account on a lot of these teams and guys who have been there before to the Olympics. And I feel like guys like Pavelski, Pacioretty, Kane, even Blake Wheeler, I mentioned, they're going to be there. And like that's why, like I said when we did Canada, I was like, don't be surprised if a guy like Brett Burns or Drew Doughty, like obviously Drew Doughty, but like Brett Burns is there, let's say. Like th- these kind of decisions will get made when we'll take a veteran. Or even Russia, dude. Like they're gonna take Datsuk over someone. Pierce is right. Chess I think Datsuk is still no, justifiable because I think he's no, he's justifiable, but yeah. like I mean, I don't know. No, Wheeler, how do dude, Wheeler, yes, of course he's gonna be there. I think for me, like I, it's been eight, it's been eight years since the Olympics. I don't know if there's going to be that attachment, say like there was like between 2014 and 2010, but I I don't think 2014 is the year they're looking at the teams though. I'm thinking more 2017 world cup of hockey. That's true. 2016 world cup of hockey, which is still a long time ago, but I mean, all those guys, we all know how NHL GMs think though. Let's put it this way. The guys who were like 20, like, Five on that team are like in the like young thirties now. They're not like it's not like I mean Blake Wheeler's probably the oldest one that I named. Oh, Joe Pavelski's old too. But Joe Pavelski, like we said, literally had twenty five goals last year. Like Blake Wheeler still was almost a point per game. These guys are still good. Max Pacioretty was probably on pace for thirty goals again for God knows how many. Pretty years sure, his point now. per game on Vegas. <laughs> yeah, like Max Pacioretty's on Max Pacioretty is just like the quietest thirty goal scorer you'll ever see in your life. Jeez, dude. Because he happens to play on a line be... with Mark Stone. Dude, 2013-14, Pacioretty was disgusting. Remember, he was just tearing it up, man, back then. And now and then he's he never looked back, and he just has torn it up every year yeah, since. But, but it's amazing because he's doing the same things. He's almost scoring at the same rates he was back then, granted. He's scoring at better rates, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not the pull stats. Is up. he? Yeah, and he's getting no... Well, at least from overall point I'm production. saying that myself. I, I barely, like, I, I think I don't give him the respect he deserves. He's only 32. Same age as Kane Tate. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he won the same draft as Kane. And also, let me pull up his season stats. This dude has had 30 goals in one, two, three, four, five. He has more 30 goal seasons than Patrick Kane. He's six 30 goal <laughs> I was seasons. waiting for that. Oh Remember when that was a thing on the Steve Dangle podcast? And it's that's like... the stupidest thing. No, and you know what my favorite part about the Steve Dangle podcast part of that is? They never looked at Kane as a playmaker. And now when they talk about Mitch Barn, they're like, well, you know, the assists basically count as goals. So basically, that's the same thing. And I'm like. <laughs> It is. We got to bring them on for that one. We have a debate. We need to debate the SDP. That's a a big, big crossover, boy. Yeah, we need all six people. (laughs) The most ambitious crossover. Pierce and Jesse will just be sitting there in silence while Pierce and I scream, or uh, Steve and I scream at each other. And then Jimmy and Jimmy and Adam will just be laughing the whole time. No, it's literally it's gonna be me. Uh, no. <laughs> Dude, we, I, I would love to do that like mid season and David Camp's been like terrible, and I'm just gonna go to bat for David Camp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god! I need, to, we, I need, a, I need to find a way if we can just. <laughs> Bro, I need a shirt. I, I need like the Seth Jones thing where it's like if he has ten thousand followers, I'm one of them. I need one of those for David <laughs> Camp. If, if there's only one fan Toronto. of Seth Jones, I am that fan. <laughs> Dude, I need that for David Camp when Toronto fans start crapping on him because I will start going in mentions defending that man. I need like David Camp on one side of this graphic and the Leafs Hulk on the other side. And they're just like, just like yelling in victory, and there's just like energy, and then it's just all that text. <laughs> Face offs go burn. David Camp fans, I'm one of them. If there are five thousand, I am one of them. If there is only one David Comp fan, I am that fan. I <laughs> love you, David Comp. Or you get the one where it's just like some dude losing his mind next to like the Chad figure, and it's just like, why yeah. would we pick this dude up as a fourth line center and spend one point five mil on him? And he's like, defensive <laughs> analytics go burr. Forty nine point eight percent Corsi against the Telling top four competition. Amazing. You know what the Steve Dangle <laughs> podcast is, Adam? Or no, Steve will yell at a point. Adam or Jesse would make a contrary point to Steve, and then Adam that laughs. Last. That's what that's that no, I, I think it's. I think it's Adam brings the subject in, then Steve does that. Then hey, Jesse literally, it can be any in any order, and it would work. I no, feel no, like. or, or it's Adam bring, talking about a really because this is what Adam does that I. <laughs> Adam Wild, hey, front of the Dad show, Adam Wild. Wild. When he, uh, a great friend of the show, we got we got to bring him on to talk about Carl Marx. We <laughs> the DM he got bow down to your leader. Yeah, that was hilarious. I'm pretty sure I was the one who sent that. One of you guys did. It was so yeah. good. It was definitely um, Pierce. Um, you know Pierce and his fucking communist manifesto. Anyways, no, um, come on, that's just Dadam Wild, bro. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, noted ally, uh, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, he'll bring up a random player and like say they're great, and then Pierce or Pierce, <laughs> yeah, me, the PD, I the cro- yeah, I the contrarian, noted contrarian, Pierce. Um, but no, um, it, yeah, he brings somebody up. Steve goes what, and then Jesse goes actually, and then Adam laughs at it, and Steve goes <laughs> actually, <laughs> and yeah, rinse and repeat. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be really like one of the cycle memes. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to hear my team USA lines? <laughs> so I had to bring it: Eichel, Kane, uh, Gaudreau, Matthews, Matthew Kachuk. Uh, third line I had Connor Hughes, Besser. Then my fourth line was Patchetti, Larkin, and Gensel. Then my extras Kachuk. My defense was Slavin and McAvoy. You're good luck with that. And then McDonough and Fox, also good luck with that. And then Wierenski and Jones, and then Hughes as the extra, and then Hellebuck and Gibson as my goalies. And then I, I, I think it would be all different USA lineups, honestly, because I had Dabrinkit, Eichel, Kane, Kachuk, Matthews, Gensel, Brady, Kachuk, Pavelski, Kyle Connor, Pacioretty, Larkin, Besser with Wheeler as an extra. With um, I put Jack Hughes as an extra now because I like Pierce. Pierce and I were talking about the idea, or Pierce was really trying to push this home, and he was right. The, the idea of they need to bring people who are going to be there in the next Olympics up, even if they're not going to play. Just I was going to say, experience. just like as a passenger, so like for exactly. mentorship. Keller, Keller's got to be there. Keller's one of them too. That's no, the I'm sorry, I don't agree. I, I don't agree with that, Jimmy. No. Keller has Keller does not. Wow. Go Garland, yeah, I could see a world. Keller is not even in this fucking galaxy getting into the Olympics. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. I, I'm just like, I, that one, I'm sorry. There's just no way. I can name 10 for No, just you wait head. till he gets an 80-point season playing alongside JP. Like, 
No, I can name what? ten forwards. You know what? Off you know what? Head, no, bro. no. Like, today, today, start listing his thirty goal seasons, please. I'm, I am zero, I'm zero. I'm pretty no, sure <laughs> he's gonna get one. He's gonna get one this year, and I'm just gonna. Say hey, he's two off. One sixty no. point season. Well, you know what? You know how many first twenty goal too. seasons he had. Yes. You know how many twenty goal seasons Clayton Keller has had. One, yeah, exactly. One. Uh, in my heart, going by if you actually look at the underlying uh, analytics, I'm um, sorry, Clayton Keller's just overrated. It's fucked me. I just, does Seth Jones just... have more career no, goals than Clayton Keller? Team. He's playing. Oh, I want to look that up. <laughs> I want to look that up right does now. Who? Does who? Does Seth Jones have more career goals than Clayton? <laughs> oh, Keller? I'm looking this up, bro. There's <laughs> no way. Oh my god, we got. Remember the Rangers almost got a Clayton Keller fun times. 68 career goals. Dude, please, please, Seth, please. Bro, Seth's got that shot, bro. He's got that shot. Oh, he's bro. got the uncanny ability. 65. To he is three. <laughs> I'm telling you, Clayton oh, Keller so is not close. all that. I don't care. We won the trade. I don't care. American forward. Holy shit. <laughs> Bro, he had 17 goals one year. He's not bad. <laughs> or he wasn't bad. That was also four years ago. But, you know, worse. He's also bad. playing with one of the worst teams in, like, recent history. So Like, they I'm, were worse. Thomas was no, worse he... than Chicago was. Uh, yeah. No, they were worse no. than Detroit, bro. <laughs> That's saying something. Dude, Kelly's been playing on – I'm going to die. You know what? I'm just going to – like, I don't even – I really am not that passionate about Clayton Keller. But I feel like I need to Can die I try trade Kubelik for Keller? I feel like I need to die in this hill. I really do. That would be such a, such a nothing trade. <laughs> <laughs> here's our goal scorer. Uh, here's our, fe- our our future winger. Okay, cool. And then <laughs> the, 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 and then Arizona will trade Kubalik for like a first round pick and a second. No, round Pierce, pick. you don't realize you're trading Kane for like a first and a second, or for, for Kane for a first and a second in Keller. Oh, middle stat. That's the other one. That's the other middle one. Stat. Like, Seth Jones does have more career points than Clayton Keller, though. Yes, we won the trade. Let's go and like double the games played, but he's a defenseman. So, <laughs> um, actually, <laughs> that clean killer. Um, actually, that. Uh, like you said, Jimmy, um, those stats don't fit my agenda, so they don't count. Um, yeah. Well, listen, if, hey, if you take out the bad games, <laughs> hey, listen, listen, no, listen, if you take out Keller, all 236 bad games where he didn't get a point, better than Clayton Keller and a dude, point per if game. You it's crazy. Just, <laughs> dude, you're you're nitpicking. You're literally just pulling up stats to prove your point. So if we literally take out all the games, goals, and assists that Clayton Keller I just, and bring him back to base, Seth Jones off the ice. I think Clayton yeah, Keller's a better dude, player. Dude, if you literally bring Seth, if you take Seth Jones's points, and Clayton Keller's points, and you take them out, you just wipe out the games played. They're actually, there's like, dude, like, who are you gonna take? Boom, base zero. Exactly. You know what, Jimmy? You're right. Yeah. Clayton Keller is gonna make, the, on base. Make, the world, make the world championship team next April. Don't worry. Dude, <laughs> wait till you hear about Colin White. Dis- Colin White's center. Hey, come on. Kane. Blue Glendening, man. <laughs> I do. I do. Blue Glendening. <laughs> No, he's on the U.S. Olympic team. Yanni making Team Canada, at least, at least uh, no. according to Craig Button. Craig Button also thought Bowen Byron was going to be the second coming of Jesus Christ. So we'll see. That's fair. Yeah. Listen, as much as I want Byron, Craig Button. Do you remember how much like Craig Button was talking about Byron? He literally was talking about Byron like he was ready to come in the league two years ago. <laughs> he was talking about him like he was going like <laughs> drop 20 in, in, in his rookie season like he dude yeah i don't know what kind of analyst craig he, button is and like he doesn't even know like my sack he doesn't even know like my sack is bro come on 
Uh, actually, consider myself an analorpist now. Lindsay, I have combined being an analyst and a therapist <laughs> to analorpist. <laughs> what season are you on for uh, Arrested Development, Jimmy? Oh, I've got. I got stuck in the middle of the first season, but I. Oh yeah, it's so funny. I know it's, it's so the best. Funny. It's so good watching with people too. Like uh, me and Sean were watching it. Big Shongus? Big Shongus, bro. <laughs> Big Shongus in the house, y'all. Big Shongus got skates today, too. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Good for him, man. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's great to hear that. He's got wheels. <laughs> but does he have the same wheels as you? Would Steve Conroy say he's faster than you? Listen, if you take away everything Sean and I have done and you just play base it off of just the two people here, no goals, no assists, nothing. It, it really, it's anybody's debate. Hmm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay um <laughs> i think we should end it here <laughs> if you think about it i just got one last note um the day this podcast is getting posted is my sister's birthday happy birthday oh molly. happy birthday to her well what's her name again molly molly Turned. happy birthday molly don't do don't do too much of that <laughs> <laughs> whoa bro whoa whoa She'll be fine. She was at a really weekend, She's probably just going to be sleeping all day tomorrow. <laughs> that is the ideal birthday, honestly. Yeah, seriously, yeah. It is like the office. One hour of television or one hour of sleep. It is your <laughs> birthday period. It is a statement of fact. It is a statement of fact. <laughs> Every time, bro. You need to learn. I Tell need it on my cake next year. <laughs> the statement. <sighs> all right. Uh God. You just get those knee slappers, man. God. Yeah, those Canadians—they sure know how to produce uh, comedians such as I. You know, another Ooh. funny guy. Yeah, like uh, Patrick Bateman, I think. Is he Canadian? I don't know. Oh, he's in American Psycho. I'm thinking of Jason Bateman. <laughs> yeah, he's from Canada. I was like, oh, I was like Patrick <laughs> Bateman get into this, bro. <laughs> You like Huey really- Lewis and the Blues? All right, on that note, we gotta go. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, it, was, it was a pleasure doing this with you, gentlemen. I'm having a lot of fun, and uh, we got some uh, special things planned. We got a few guests coming on uh, next episode. I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, we actually do have some guests lined up for the next little bit. You guys are gonna like this, and uh, hope y'all are doing well, staying safe, and. Uh, if you didn't vote, fuck you. No, just kidding. Whoa! Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! You're not a real Canadian. No, just kidding. But uh, no, no. Uh, gentlemen, it was a pleasure doing this with you. I'm looking forward to doing this on uh, Friday again. And uh, uh, yeah, hockey really stuff. And uh, yeah, it's been a great time. And, and uh, stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, get pucks in deep. We played a fold sixty, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> no, and uh, hockey season's coming soon. This is gonna be a lot of fun. We're just getting started. It's only gonna get more fun from here. So, uh, thank you for tuning fun, in. Fun, yeah, baby. hell yeah, brother. Fun, fun season is coming. So, uh, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the rest. Uh, well, uh, we're recording this Monday night. It's gonna be out Tuesday. So, enjoy your Tuesday, y'all. Enjoy Peace. Your Tuesday. Tuesday, ain't it? Peace.